Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. I'm here at the table with... I'm David Schultz, playing Dromar the Goblin Rogue. I'm David Wong, I play Nine, the Tabaxi Bard. I'm Nicole Bates, and I play Sordion Sewell, Changeling Druid. I'm Greg, and I'm playing Ulseth Ralph, the Furbog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. You're watching Dice and Dungeons, and this week we wanted to start off with a very special announcement. Take it away, David Schultz. Uh, we just want to congratulate our now former sponsor, Calling All Knights, on uh, completing their Kickstarter and not only reaching, but surpassing their goal by more than $1,000. Hey. So congratulations, Cali Pigeon Games, on getting your first game funded. We're really happy for you and look forward to playing the game. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Yeah, I can't wait. It's it's really exciting to see them get funded because this is one of the better board games I've seen come out of Kickstarter in a while, and I am i can't wait to get my copy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's really exciting, and I can't wait to see what they come up with next. I know Chud's got more ideas for games already in his in his head, so hopefully there'll be some good stuff soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, but yes, congratulations everybody at uh, Kelly Pigeon Games for making that. It's so good to see it. However, we do have one sponsor, because that was just a congratulatory message, and our sponsor, as usual, usual, I'm slurring all my words today, is Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa, that takes online orders for all your tabletop role-playing game needs. Perhaps you're looking for some cool miniatures for your next battle with all of your friends. Maybe you're looking for a new board game to play while you're waiting for Calling All Nights to come out. Either way, Geekified has you covered. If you use the link geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons, that link will be posted in chat and on the YouTube description, and it will get you 5% off your first order. And buying things through that link helps support the show. So it's a great way to entertain yourself with something new or brighten a friend's day. Thank you again to Geekified, as always, for sponsoring our show. We greatly appreciate the support. Thank you. And Thanks, that's, Geekified. that is the end of the sponsors this week. So, Dungeoneers, let's roll. time on Dyson Dungeons. Our heroes finally emerged from the sewers of Nordfeld and, after being turned into were-rats, at least that's what they thought was happening, they barely managed to chase down Krom and were able to take him captive. After questioning him for a while and encountering his unsurprising lack of cooperation, the group determined that taking a moment to recover and tend to their wounds was 
maybe the best thing they could do. And so they bed down for the night at the Company of Blades' house to sleep. And that's where we rejoin our heroes, the following moonrise with the smell of pretzels wafting up into the room from the kitchen. Ah, ah, pretzels! <sighs> Those smell delicious! One thing that I would like to have done during the night is I would like to have murdered everyone, snuck <laughs> over and removed the black cube from the open orb and then closed the orb. Okay. Um, what do you want to do with this black cube? I will be hiding it in the room for the time being. Okay. So you have removed the black cube from the center of that orb, and you're like hiding it under the floorboards or in the. I'll put it in my bag of oregano. Is the black <laughs> cube where the like atomic energy thing is? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'll get very a terrified I'm gonna get a box for it from from the gnome lady later. Daddy. Sounds good. Okay. Um, uh, you can do that. That's not very difficult. And then I'll close the orb. Oh. All right. Uh, Dromar would like to take the final watch of the night, uh, assuming that's uh, amenable to the other party members. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> he's going to curative his were-rat sickness. Uh, You're he's going to <laughs> thank <Bam>. you. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, as, as a thank you, he's going to a uh, couple hours before. I was gonna. I was gonna do the same thing you did. I was gonna say dawn, not before dawn. A couple hours before yeah. dusk. <laughs> dusk. Um, I'm going to uh, gently and quietly wake up Soria. Soria, Soria, wake up. <laughs> Magic missile! Oh wait, I can't do that. I can't do that, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, thank, thank goodness I forgot you couldn't do magic missile. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Don't wake the others. But I wanted to spend some time teaching you how to use your new thieves tools. Oh, so that really? you can become proficient in them. Aww. I would yeah. love that. Also, uh, you know, I was... As you know, I took more than my share of that gold we found in the the not thieves guild. Um, I was just upset about the whole thieves guild thing, and also I was having a rough day. As you know, my investigation was not very good. I was yeah, very angry. you weren't having a pretzel day at all. I was not having a pretzel day at all. So I'm gonna give you uh, seventy five gold because uh -huh. that's the rest of your share, and then I'll give fifty each to Nines and Olseth when they wake up, and that'll be. You know, our equal shares of the gold, if my math is correct. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, do you still have those thieves tools I gave you? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was sleeping on top of them, and they're all bent. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, they're in the you drawer should... over here. Never mind. Let's <laughs> <it> over. <laughs> yeah, um, they're right here. Oh, wonderful. So, I've got these three locks that I carry around with me for locking various things that come up. <laughs> Uh, that has never it, come up. It hasn't yet, no. But you never know, it might sometime. It, it, uh, it's coming up right now. Exactly. See, I planned for the future, and <laughs> now here we are in the future. The future is a wondrous thing. I added a um, spoon to the list, to the Thieves' Tools last night. That's not going to be useful. Oh, not, okay. That, I'll just set it back. Spoons are generally for eating things with, like soups. Uh, maybe some sort of rice dish. I don't know. 
right. not generally for breaking into things. All right. Why don't you teach me how to do that? Okay. Um, well, here's some of the different locks, and basically I'll just spend the through. next couple of hours, yeah, walking her through how to use the different thieves' tools, what each of the tools are, what they do, how to use them to open different types of locks, and, and all that type of stuff. Were you doing this all in front of prom? Oh yeah. Yes. He probably already knows. He probably, he's yeah. like, no, actually, you wanna do. Crumb's <laughs> yeah. like, I have a different technique. Mine's better than yours. <laughs> yeah, he is that kind of asshole. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like so a very interesting lesson. Is an Why don't you tell all of us? Uh, no, <laughs> because David Schultz is, knows absolutely nothing about this locks. This is private between Dromar and a, I, God. What a convenient public statement for an alibi. David I mean, Schultz knows nothing I, about lockpicking. David Schultz David, is the Thieves Guild Guildmaster. <laughs> David Schultz has, uh, has broken into exactly one lock, and he did it by using a, uh-huh. uh, a a uh, cordless drill oh. to, uh, to just drill out the center of the lock. That would have been a perfect time to say you used a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so and I by assume... cordless drill, I mean spoon. I assume that <laughs> I, just I don't magically now have proficiency, but I can. No. I have the groundwork. You have the groundwork. To if you could, it. if you continue seeking. Uh, lessons whether they be from a teacher or perhaps you find a book that you can study from or even just consistent practice they can move you down a path towards becoming proficient with the thieves tools okay well i'm gonna actually go ahead and and uh Got down. Uh, here, here soria i'm gonna give you these three locks so that you can practice oh. in your spare time great thank you you're uh, welcome add three locks to my inventory that's right and I'll uh, go. I'll, I'll maybe I'll try and find a uh, book about lock picking wherever books for thirteen-year-old boys are sold. <laughs> you can find a random bike on the street and then make someone's day really shitty. Yeah, exactly. Well, she doesn't have to steal the bike. She just no, no. She just locks the bike. Oh, locks. Yeah, you lock the bike and then just leave it. Yeah. Well, well you can, if, it's a, if it's already locked up, you could like practice unlocking it and then locking it back up. But, yeah, and then forget yeah. whether I found it locked or unlocked and <laughs> guess. Yep. Yeah. Alright, is there anything Just else you want to do very confused. in your couple hours before the rest of the group? Um, no, I think Unless you that was all I had planned. I was just gonna gonna spend some time because I figure that'll take a while to mm-hmm. to show sorry mm-hmm. all that. So I um, had the uh, yeah the most amazingly awesome terrific pretzel day ever in the history of pretzel days, and so I'm very much sound asleep. You had pretzels in your dreams. <laughs> it was and quite. You didn't a thing. choke on a single one of them. No. Nope. Not a one. Or fall so over on a cycle. He had a pretzel too. night. He had both. <laughs> well, day is night, and and you know the pretzel days come in the <laughs> local day. Good morning, everyone. I'm gonna. I brought pretzels from the I brought pretzels from the buffet place, so we don't have to do a big extended buffet scene. <laughs> oh, fritters. Yeah, all of it. Okay. Oh, thank you, Soria. <laughs> At this point, since all... you are the only people staying in the company house in Nordfeld, 
the stewards that have been preparing food and keeping the uh, buffet open for you all mm -hmm. have noticed your particular tastes and are starting to cater towards your group now. So there's more fritters and they have added the... And They're I've... so nice to us. We really are Commander Solas' favorite. They just yeah. don't want to tell us. I know. <laughs> they won't. I, I wrote out, I filled out um, the steward and trainings review form and gave a glowing mm -hmm. recommendation. Three pluses on the A. Yep. Dromar yeah. filled one out as well. He uh, he also drew some pictures of the steward with uh, with a hat on that said "best steward in training." Yeah. I have some business with the steward, so oh. I need to well, do that. Before you do that, I also when uh, Sorry is giving you your food, I'm I'm gonna give the two of you the rest of the gold and say, "Ah, uh, well, Seth and Nines, here's uh, here's fifty gold each for each of you." Um, this is something that uh, Soria and I found in the in the sewers, and I just forgot to forgot to give it to you before. But yes, yeah, from Thieves Guild, right? Uh, it, there is no Thieves Guild, so it can't well, possibly be Thieves Guild. They, they, that was a false false flag. Um, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Fake news. <laughs> you who are steward. Today's steward. Last night I had left a piece of cloth to be laundered. Is it completed? It is unfortunately laundered. This steward, she reaches down underneath the sort of front desk they have and pulls out, uh, you know, basically mm -hmm. the underwear. Oh, it's no. on a hanger. It's shrunk in the wash. If any of you remember the scene in uh, Home Alone 2 where he gets brought his boxers from dry cleaning on a single hanger, oh, it's kind of like that. I don't remember that. <laughs> are, are, they, are they starched? Yes. Impressed? Yes, yes. they are starched. That is a line. Dromar, Does it still say Thieves Guild on there? Dromar, as <laughs> promised, I have had your loincloth laundered. Oh, thank you, yes. Seth. It has oh. come back. Most of the letters, most of the letters, unfortunately, not all of them, have been cleaned. It seems to say his id. His id is left on the loincloth. Um, That's kind of appropriate for, for a loincloth, actually, so that works. Is, you do not mind, then. Also... No, that, that works, I think. Yeah, yes. that's pretty good. Also, it seems to have shrunk. Uh, a little bit, but that will not be a problem for you, will it? No, we it was managed... actually a little bit big before anyway, so this, uh. is, this is just fine. I was, I was wanting it to be even smaller. Oh, good. Well, then, <laughs> here it is, and I appreciate you very much for having lent it to me in my time of messy need. Oh, nice. you're welcome. <laughs> nice is very dejected that there was no jokes he could have made first. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is the perfect size now. Yeah, it really shows off my body much better. We are hitting both the under seven and over 70 crowds in this like last two minutes here really well. So, We're really good at this. So we said, Drummer, I hope that you also are cured from the weird, weird, well, weird rap. Oregano. Yes, I, Oregano. I <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm blinded now. Gosh, crap, this oregano's been irradiated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, so. <laughs> I like to imagine we're still doing this. Now we're turning into blob monsters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're still doing this in front of the Stuart, right? I'm, 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 this. <laughs> I'm an ethereal blue being now. I'm going to go live on Mars. <laughs> so we have this uh, prisoner who's been watching us. Should we take him to Lutar? Yes! Execute! Mm -hmm. Alright, and bring the orbs, but we will not make them visible right away. Do you want me to carry them for you? Yes, please. But hide them. <laughs> <laughs> Under your cloak or something. They are hidden. In a backpack. Somewhere. In my... Put it under a troll Marceline cloth. No one no. knows that. <laughs> Don't do that. Right. That's a bad idea. So, I Jomar think... wants to have kids one day. <laughs> <laughs> you can have many that Let's way. Let's head to the festival chorus. Okay. Uh, as you leave the company house for the day, uh, Dromar is the first one at the door. And Dromar, just across the street... You, you notice a sign, and as the rest of the party is still lingering, sort of debating about what to do for the day and where to go, and getting Krom all situated, the sign that you see is a wanted poster with your face on it. What? And it says, wanted, royal guard, reward, 50,000 gold. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to run over to the... Uh to the wanted poster and, and tear it down uh, and like look around to see if I see anybody else that might have seen it or is looking at me suspiciously or anything. You look down the street a ways and you see a, you know, like a teenager who's got um, some sort of like basically a, a, a tunic that appears to be in Royal Guard colors. This teenager is going down the street and on each block, putting up a poster at six blocks down from you. Fairly, really good distance, probably about a quarter mile now. Oh, damn it. Um, Drummer is going to run back into the company house. Uh, everybody else is still in there. You see, so you see, Crom, that's how that's what a pretzel day is. Oh, <laughs> I hey, don't care. Um... <laughs> Can we can we go back up to the room for a second? I need to talk to everybody privately and also change clothes. Uh, God, please okay. just kill what? me already. Did the, are you not having a pretzel day? No, very very not pretzel day. All this right. day is starting out very badly and in an unexpected way. Uh, so let, but I don't want to talk about it here. Let's go upstairs, please. Thank you. Uh, or not upstairs, because oh, there's no stairs. Go to the room, please. Go to the room. <laughs> Do I have to watch Dromar change now? Well, yes. enough. You don't have to watch Tromar change. Around. You, you could get turn. to watch Tromar change. <laughs> it's an opportunity. Yeah. People pay for this. <laughs> or they would, anyway. I assume. Um, it is, I'm not going to put a sign out says, see Dromar naked. No, Five don't gold. put any signs out with anything about my name right now, please. I'll, I'll tell you why. Just get in the room and close the door. We close the door. Crom, don't get away. We'll be right back. Uh, well, I mean, I see Crom is still with us. Mm -hmm. Crom, yeah. bring him into the room. Crom's yeah. just like, can't, can't you guys just kill me already? 
I, no. I, I mean, we could. We I would rather be dead you. than continue whatever this is. <laughs> we cannot do me. that in the company house. It would what? make a mess. They would charge us extra. Cleanup. What's going uh. on, Thromar? Okay, so, um, bad news. Uh, I, I know we haven't known each other for very long. Just a couple of months at this point, give or take. Um, so you don't all, you all don't know a whole lot about me from before we met. Except for that I'm the three-time world striding champion and I'm from Solcine. And you're my uh, second favorite. Oh, wow, favorite. I did not know that. That's and you're incredible. My you're favorite. so subtle about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like to talk about myself very much, especially about my history as a three-time world striding champion. <laughs> And there might times is that more than two but less than four? <laughs> it is, yes. That math is correct. Yep. <laughs> and you're my second favorite goblin after Sarah McGoblin. I mean, thank well, you. That's I, true. I'm that's in, ever this case for everyone. <laughs> I'm I'm in good company then. I mean Sarah McGoblin is definitely the best goblin I've ever met, and I you know, she's just great. Um <laughs> but anyway, uh, unlike Sarah McGoblin. Uh, I am a criminal, as you oh. all know. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know that. I know you know that. You're part normally, of Thieves' Guild. No, no, no Thieves' Guild 9s. You're getting confused again. Um, but, uh, you see, I'm wanted by the Royal Guard. And I'll show them the wanted poster. Oh, That's you a- are valuable. That's a nice yeah. picture, but what? Our things are overpaying. Who, who is the who's who's royal guard? Um, of the of the queen, uh, of of um. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Is Glindring the country? Yes, Glindring is okay. uh, the country. Drogmara is the capital. Thank you. Okay. Um, the the queen of Glindring, uh, who lives in Drogmara, which is also where I lived for a while. Uh, when I was becoming uh, a, an accomplished thief, that's where I had my, my business, if you will, for a while. And um, I was I was framed or something. I don't, well, not exactly framed. I was set up. I was sent on a mission to go steal something. And uh, it turned out that it was... Uh, I was I was stealing from the royal family, which is not the mission that I was told that I was being sent on. Um, and uh, obviously, most people don't like being stolen from. Uh, but you know, being royals, they have the money and soldiers and royal guard to actually do something about it. Um, obviously and, not. You're right here. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm good at fleeing places. <laughs> <laughs> I I fled uh, Drogmara and uh, and escaped to to Whitfeld, which is of course where we all met. And I was I was, you know, kind of trying to lay low and not not get on their radar. Uh, I mean, you know, what's radar? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you when I can turn into a dolphin. Yeah. That's so nice. Uh, not, not get on there. But we don't know what that is either. Oh, uh, 
on there, whatever, whatever you call it when people know about you being in a place. Um, information. <laughs> yes, not getting on their information. <laughs> um, but you see, it also, it's, uh, the, what I saw, what I was sent to steal, was also information. And it was very sensitive information and secret information. And it turns out that the queen's son, the crown prince, is illegitimate. And this is, yes, I know it's very shocking. Yeah. And Oseth, you and don't I even know, know none anything of these about people the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've never even heard of these people. No. <laughs> But it sounds like it would make a great daytime TV show. Yes, it probably would. You know, Whatever something like Days of Our Lives, but Royals. Um, so the crown. The Royal Day of Our Lives. Uh, the Royal, yes, I like it. I see the, the franchising opportunities already. It's going to be syndicated in 12 countries. But, um, you know, as you might imagine, this could be a huge scandal if it were to ever get out. And, uh... I was, of course, you know, this is not what I was expecting to be to be stealing, and I I didn't take it, but I did read it, and uh, I, I, obviously the uh, the royal guard saw me and uh, chased after me, and I escaped, but they must have told the queen or told somebody uh, in the royal household, and now they're they're after me, and they've apparently more or less found me. I mean, obviously they're not right here, but they're here in town and they know what I look like and they know I'm here. So I'm pretty fucked. Uh, so. <laughs> so what do you think we should do? We can put them back in sewer. No one wants to check there. Well, that's, that's not the worst idea you've ever had, Nines. But um, wait. <laughs> wait, I could. You heard me. <laughs> I could, we could figure out where Muriel's uh, ladder is. I think I wrote the number down. Yeah, we could, I mean, we could try to do that. I just, I mean, the Royal Guards are pretty good at finding people, especially once they've, you know, got your scent, so to speak. Like, I don't think they'd just not check the sewers, you know, if they couldn't find right. me here. Do you think um, we- Yes, your scent would be shielded though from the sewer because it smells so bad. Yeah, yeah, I meant scent, like, figuratively, not literally. They're not, they don't just, like, find people by sense of smell. Oh, there's a spell for that, though. Do you... <laughs> anyway, do you think what were you saying, sorry? If, if, we, if we get the money from Ludorf, do you think that would be safe? Because then you would have, we would have a thousand gold to work with on any sort of escape plan. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I mean... Do you think we do have be? a decent amount of gold. Um, I mean, I, I hate to drag you all into this, but I kind of, you know, I need to escape this town at this point, I think. I need to get somewhere else where they don't know I am. I, I agree. Would, would you all be willing to try to help me in that? I, I would. It is a difficult thing <clears throat> to deal with under the code of Remarden. Um, but it sounds as though you did not actually commit a crime. You simply found out something that was uh, frightening to someone. Yes, well, I- Let me be clear. I was committing a crime. 
Uh, I did break into this place. And you committed it very well. Mm. Thank you. But I wasn't. It wasn't the crime I signed up for. I was. I was lied to. Uh, like, I. I don't know. I don't know why. And I don't even know who, because of course, you know, in the thieving world, you don't usually just, you know, somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, here's some money, go steal this thing. Like, usually, especially among high class criminals, you're, you're like working through, you know, buffers, you, you know, someone, someone is a go between between you and the person you're stealing from. So I don't know who set me up on this, but I think they needed someone to like, take the fall for something or I don't I don't know or maybe they just didn't like me and wanted to set me up what that's impossible well I think I also right. so if you have crime and crime meets crime to create the crime does that negate the crime well look at it this way someone lied to him and tricked mm-hmm. him into committing a crime he wasn't planning to do yep and then just ignore the rest of the stuff around it yeah <laughs> So, crime made crime not crime. Whatever sure. you need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ulsa, you've committed crimes before. Yeah. Well, don't tell them that. But, like, you do it, you I try mean, to be moral about it, right? I mean, like, there's the yes. law of, of the city that we're in or whatever, What's, but then there's your moral I will, code. I will, yes, tell I us, will assist as much as I can. Yeah, tell us the code of Vermarden again. I will tell you the code of Ramardin. It is, if you are weak, I will be strong for you. That's Drama. Well, right? Yes, he's weak. <laughs> yep, I'm very weak. I have a negative one strength. If you are Whatever afraid, I will be brave for he's you. He's very afraid. Oh, he's absolutely. Very, I'm he's terrified. He beat himself already. If, I didn't do that. No. <laughs> if you are attacked, I will defend you. Well, probably you can slap Almost him. certainly going to happen later today <laughs> or something soon. <laughs> If you are abandoned, I will be there for you. Seems nothing about crime. Yep. You do I seem mean, you you do seem to meet at least three of the four requirements. I've been abandoned <laughs> by society. It's, oh, uh, all four it's, then. Yes. Yeah. So we're good. Yes, I will assist. I will. I agree. Thank you. And, and how about you, nines? I mean, how much are you worth to them? <laughs> uh, what, what is the what is the reward say? Fifty thousand. Uh, fifty thousand gold. Yeah, but if we split that like three ways, like. But, sorry, it's only like math. five gold for you. But nine. <laughs> the real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Yes. I just he needs the treasure, gold. and if we give them away, we get fifty thousand gold. <laughs> so well, that's true. Maybe. Or maybe they just kill you. Like, well, that's a good if, point. I don't like dying. If there's, you know, like I said, I was set up for this. And we don't know who was behind it. I don't know who was behind it. And so I doubt you know who was behind it. Do you know who was behind it? Can I do an insight check? <laughs> About who um, was behind it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I got a seven. <laughs> you have no clue. I mean, you were... You, you look back and reflect on your life to this point, <laughs> never having been in the city of Drogmara, um, you're pretty sure you don't know who's behind it. <laughs> also, yeah. Nines, like, they might just arrest us, too, for being, like, in the company of Blades together. Yeah, well, that's also, good point. I mean, for all I know, it was Guy Human who set me up, and you hate that guy. Yeah. I don't hate that guy. <laughs> you mind. Yeah. 
Get your mom. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure it's got a human. <laughs> Not if it's no, no I was I was in a band with him. Oh. And he sucked, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, presumably everyone who would be in a band with you probably sucked, but you know, that's beside the point. I'm not making my case for the case. I don't understand it. <laughs> we have the world's worst musically talented bar. <laughs> so, so okay. So, as the plan, we'll sneak Crom to Ludorf, mm-hmm. and then get the money, and get you out of town. Yeah, we're gonna take the money and run. Let's write a quick letter to Soloth, informing him of the situation. And leave okay. it here in the room. Maybe we also request that he not send any other company of Blades people after me to collect this bounty, if you'd I, be so kind. I think only if the Royal Guards hire him to do it. Well, I, it seems, maybe. I don't know how the Company of Blades it's very, feels about just open bounties. I'm not sure on yeah, that. Yeah, in the past they've seemed very contract-based. Is that correct? Like, in your experience, the Company of Blades works on contracts and doesn't really seem interested in the politics or particular bounties unless someone's willing to like pay them to go get somebody um, they haven't shown any interest in say collecting rewards for somebody in dromar's situation yeah i think well that's we'll write him a vague letter about how we have to get out of town for a little bit Personal business. Personal business, but we are yeah. still on the job. And he will see us again soon. All right. Sounds good to me. Thank And thank you all for your trust in me and, and your friendship and for having my back on this. I really appreciate it. I, I uh, you know, I don't know what I would do without you guys. I know what I'd do without you. I'd send 50,000 gold. Well, I mean, unless, unless they killed you. <laughs> or arrested us. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, you know. All right. Well, it's good we are helping. How? It is, it, it is I, I, I have never had the experience of someone lending me their loincloth in a time of need before. So that is, that is a sign of true friendship. Do you I want agree. to repeat that <laughs> experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully we'll never find ourselves in a yucky sewer again, and Seth won't need to wipe his hands off, and if he does need to wipe his hands off, hopefully by then he will be carrying some sort of, like, cloth to do so, instead of only wearing gleaming clothes. Yeah, you should always carry a towel with you. I have learned that lesson, and we'll purchase one soon. Excellent. All right, how do we want to sneak to the festival chorus with Tom and Toe? Well, I think I should probably disguise myself to start with. Right. That would probably help. You um, should stack on top of Olsef. They will never suspect that you're like a 12-foot furbog. Yeah, that's definitely an option. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to try to disguise myself, though. We could glue leather to Dromar all over and he well, could I've pretend to be a disguise kit and some various <laughs> outfits in my bag. I oh. think that might do it. Uh, well, let's see what that looks like. And the backpack thing can be a backup. Yeah, Do you well, still have that uh, name tag that you used uh, last you know, time? Believe it or not, I think Dormar might be a little too similar to Dromar in this instance. <laughs> I think I'm going to disguise myself a little bit better than that. I missed that guy. Um, so I'm going to try to disguise myself not as Dormar, uh, but like 
I don't know, just use the various clothes I have and my disguise kit, maybe an eye patch, uh, and um, try to make myself look as not as much like not Dromar as I can. I'll give you my Coromel hat. Oh, thank you. Yes. Like a white top hat is very inconspicuous. I think it's, it's like a fedora. Yeah, it's more um, fedora-ish. Yeah. It's it's similar to a fedora, not quite the same. Um, so what kind of check should I roll for that? I think it is it like a tool check. Yeah, it's a tool check. So, um, your proficiency bonus, and then I'm gonna say intelligence for this one to okay. just kind of figure out is this working. Basically. Sounds good. So plus six. Uh sorry, would you give me guidance? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Okay, let's see. I wish we'd known about this the night before so I could have prepared different spells. I mean sorry, I, I didn't know that this would be coming up. I hoped <laughs> that I would never have to deal with it again, or at least not for a while. Um uh, let's see, so that's thirteen plus six. Uh, so... 19. You know, you come up with a pretty good disguise. Um, you... You, you know, you start by yeah, changing your whole outfit. Getting into clothes, um, and sort of strapping on different pieces of armor, like you've got some pieces of it on, some pieces of it off, to kind of just totally break up what people have seen of you and wearing colors you don't normally wear. And you've put on, like, you just slathered on makeup to uh, give yourself this sort of uh, overly charming, like, appearance. But you look, like, way too bubbly for what Dromar normally looks like. And you've got, like, little pink spots on your cheeks and stuff like that. And your eyebrows are, like, painted on heavily. Yeah, really, you know, all just to distort the image and make people like, and kind not of, want to look again. <laughs> yeah, it's this um, trying to be incredibly not like yourself. And I'm gonna be on Xenon, girl of the 21st century. <laughs> there you go. I will turn myself into Reginald Tilbuk. Tilbuk. Okay. Mm. I'll be nines. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hopefully they don't know who you guys are. Uh, yeah, and I'll say I'm just in town, and these are my staff. Yeah, as a, as, a as a rich person. Rich people always have staff, just following them around. When they're in town, yeah. I assume. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you do know that uh, Reginald has at least a butler. Yeah, your butler's in training. Yes, my Three lord. Butlers. You're learning to buttle. Yep. I feel like I'm not dressed correctly for a butler. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking you out to buttle school. <laughs> All right. The buttle academy. So are we sneaking or are we trying to be like super casual? Nothing to hide. Um. I. I think we just try to be casual because. Let's be honest, this group as a whole is not always the greatest at sneaking. We're not always <laughs> I feel like that could draw more attention than just walking. We're not always the greatest at a lot of things. That's true. We are kind of terrible at a lot of things. Let's be honest with yes. ourselves. 
individually we each have our strengths, but uh... none of them apply most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's casually stroll to the festival chorus. Yes. Looking like we have nothing to hide. Not a care in the yeah, world. Yeah, we'll turn our pockets out preemptively. It'll be great. Oh, should we take okay. Jomar with us? Prom? Jomar. I do not see Jomar. Oh. No, it's me. I'm... Hmm, what should my alias be? Uh, I'm Bob. How about Ramord? Ramord? <laughs> So no. backwards. I know it is. That's <laughs> obvious. No. I really want to talk to a guard. He's like, wait, that is just Jomar backwards. You're Jomar. <laughs> no, I think, how about, I think Bob. Bob works. It's nice and simple. Bob. Not, and that's Bob backwards. So you, yeah, who exactly. are, you who are a Bob are really Jomar, but as Bob. Yeah, just oh. don't tell anybody else that. And on our way okay. out, I'm gonna grab also, a really big pretzel and you can sort of be like eating it in front of your face. Sounds good. Also, we should probably like gag Krom since he heard all this. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> I think Krom is just looking ever more sad at this point. <laughs> we'll, we'll gag him. It's hilarious because you've got caught by us because you're incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even fight being gagged at this point. He's just like, ah. All right, let's make a casual stroll. Casually yes. strolling with the gagged prisoner down the Not street. Not a strut, but a stroll. A stroll, just... Um, yeah. Very lackadaisical. All right, yeah. um... I kind of want to make a stroll check, but at the same time, <laughs> I very much don't want to make a stroll check. On the other hand, instead of Reginald, I think I'll make myself just look like Maggie, and we captured a prisoner, because I forgot about the prisoner thing. That makes sense. Okay. You're going to change clothes. I got so again? much information I, out of him. Yeah, just assume I've changed clothes if I have time. <laughs> I mean, you, ha you haven't at this point left the room, so yeah. you're still good. So. Uh, I'm going to have you... Keep watching my co-workers change in front of me. <laughs> I'll turn into you and it will be less awkward. <laughs> Guess that will make it less awkward. Um, I'm going to have you make... I'm going to have you make a performance check as a group. That's to... the worst performance. Uh, my performance is plus three. <sighs> Probably Ulsef. Guidance. You're making me do the performance. We all Ever, are. Everyone's we got all have to. to do it. I give you guidance, though. Uh, I got an at 20. Oh. All right. Ooh, that's so, 26. 17. Uh, 18, but minus one. 17. Oh, okay. so you all did just fine. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, you're heading straight to the festival zero. chorus. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. You make your way through town. And pretzel, pretzel, pretzel. You, you managed to stay pretty. Aren't those profile. pretzels wonderful? You know. Oh, they're very delicious. You're benefiting from the fact that it's still fairly early in a Nordfeldian day, as there's actually a little bit of. It, it's kind of twilight hour. There's a little bit of sunlight still trickling through. So the people who are up and moving around are kind of groggy, and you're. You know, you're blending in well. No one's really paying any mind to you. You do see now, as you start to pay attention, that there are uh, other younger 
you know, kids, some teenagers wearing the Royal Guard colors. Okay. Not that Soria and Ulseth had seen these before, but Dromar points them out. What are the colors? They are purple and silver with a red line that kind of is an accent throughout all of their decorations. Okay. Yeah, they and, stand out. And they're they're going around town and putting these posters up, and Dromar points them out so you know what to look for. And you even see uh, in a couple of places little squads of royal guards gathering together. When you look at them, you notice that these are people to uh, not be trifled with. The armor that they're wearing is unlike anything that you've ever seen. They, the armor looks to be fairly form-fitting to each guard, and as they move, flexes very easily. It's not the normal sort of stiff kind of plate armor that you've associated with a lot of, you know, very heavily armored guards, but it is metallic. And some of their face plates are open. And the face plates don't, you know, just flip down. Oh, they actually slide open like this. And they're completely covered. They even have little bits of light that are coming out of parts of the armor and steam uh, puffing out of different elements. It reminds you of Iron Man. Not that you know who Iron Man is, but a little bit, it, I was going to say, it reminds you of a Commander Soloth's leg and what you've seen of his leg. But this is clearly very powerful equipment. The weapons that they carry all look fairly similar, and all of it is, uh, you don't know if it's made of a metal that happens to have these colors, or if it's been painted or enchanted to look like something, but they all are you know, essentially matching variations of the purple, silver with red. And they they look intimidating. Boy, oh, these cards are looking really intimidating. intimidating. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> is this normal armor in Trokmara? No, this is normal armor for like the Royal Guards, when they're out to fuck shit up. <laughs> this guy is the shit. <laughs> Dromar oh. knows that the, you know, standard town guards of any particular city are usually lightly armored. The army, which isn't particularly large for Glendring, but is well armed. Uh, they have, you know, a mix of full plate and half plate, but the Royal Guard is different. They have access to weapons, armor, material, munitions that nobody else has. And this is not handed out lightly. The people who are chosen for the Royal Guard are among the most trusted and uh, dedicated to the throne. Yeah. It seems like a lot for someone who just knows something. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very big secret. Like, I don't. I, I mean, I know you, you and Ulseth are from the Fervin Wilds, and you know Nines is Nines. So you all may not understand the the depth of this, but like, this is this is like huge. Like, if this got out, then that that the Crown Prince was illegitimate, 
then he would no longer have a claim to the throne. And it would also throw the queen's, you know, whole past into question um, of like, you know, who did she have an affair with and who is the father of, of her son? And, you know, it, it could it could start a civil war. Like, it could start a revolution. Who knows what it could do? Um, and like, I don't really care. Uh, you know, to be honest, like, I don't, that, none of that matters to me. Like, she's always seemed like a fine queen. I've never <laughs> met her or, or even seen her or anything, but like, you know, her, her policies seem reasonable. They're not as, as left-leaning as I would prefer, but you know, who, what, what politicians are. Um, and, uh... <laughs> Uh, oh look, but, the festival <laughs> But like, but this is, but this is huge. So I, and like I said, I think they they set me up to take a fall for something, or or, or I don't know what. But they, I knew they'd be taking it seriously, and this is, to be honest, even more seriously than I thought. But it's it's not a huge surprise. This does appear to be very very serious. Yeah. Perhaps we should yeah. go into the chorus festival. When, festival do you chorus. want do you want me as Maggie to go in first and sort of get a gauge of what's going on, or do we want to all just head in? I think we should all go in together, partly okay. because otherwise the rest of us probably won't be able to get in. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, this is different than the um, this is the festival chorus. It's the oh, cheap yeah. place. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I think we should just stick together. Is probably the best safest plan for now yeah all right we will enter the festival i shall cars. escort chrome yeah and we'll just beeline right back for ludar's office when you uh, walk up to the chorus holding chrome captive the guards outside they don't look much like guards they look like you know attendants or at most a bouncer but they are very intimidating in their size, they just look at you and go, okay, wave you on back, recognizing your quarry. Mm -hmm. When you are led inside, one of Ludorf's, you know, trusted folks that you've seen a couple of times around here, leads you into the back room that you've seen or his secure room and uh, closes the door, the door behind you all with Ludorf and a couple of guards in the room. So, Ludorf. I brought you your man. Well, I see as, that you have. Excellent. As they start to talk, I want to just look around the room and see if it looks in any way different than it did before. Um, a couple of the empty spots that you had seen where he had previously mentioned that the fervent tech had been stolen have been replaced by new oddities, new decorative features. Uh, other than that, nothing catches your eye. Okay. That seems particularly out of place or different. Okay, sounds good. And we may have found your fervent tag as well. Really? Can you describe it, though? Um, most of what I had were odds and ends, but there was one one drive. Drive? Oh, they're not familiar with the term. The, uh, drive. Drive is the 
sort of a common, if you will, engine used by many fervent tech devices. They appear in many places around these parts of the country. Most of them broken. Mine was partially functional. Um, it's a sphere, and it had, uh, as it's become practice, my sigil on the inside. What did your sigil look like? He uh, holds up his hand where he's wearing a ring, and you can see that it is a sigil ring. Does it match one of the ones we... Yeah, it does. All right. Well, I had made note of the sigils, so mm -hmm. I will um, mm -hmm. get see the what, orb out see what it matches. It. The orbs are, for context, about like chicken soccer ball kind of size here. Mm -hmm. Are you carrying them around or did you leave them? We had them in like backpacks. Cool so mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was carrying them. I agreed to carry them. I think we probably they remember each, they were hidden. We probably each put one in one of our backpacks since they're that big. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are four of us and three wow. of them, though. It would not be hard for Olsep <laughs> to carry them, so I'm carrying them. Uh, I was say Olsep has them. I would yeah. like to fish out the single one that had his sigil. Okay. Yeah, it was the first one that you guys had opened up, and it's nothing particularly remarkable about this one. It wasn't the black crystal one. It wasn't the black crystal okay. one, no. Here's your orb. Oh, excellent. And we expect our payment. As he you know, takes the orb and goes and sets it back on its shelf. Um, I'm assuming you mean payment for crumb. The thousand gold. Yes. So he snaps his fingers and his guards grab crumb. And then uh, a panel opens up in the display wall that leads to another room. What you guys haven't seen before. And the guards take Krom in there, and then the door shuts behind him, and you hear a loud boom as something snaps back in place. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny about payment. Because you are worth quite a bit. What? What are you talking about? Are you talking about a good friend? Bob! Bob! <laughs> I, I know faces when I see them. But I mean, you, clearly not! You are wanted. You have met Bob before? You are wanted by the Royal Guard. I mean, lots of people want me, but... The reward is 50,000. No, no, you're confusing me with somebody else, clearly. I saw those wanted posters. That's That's a different dude. That's racial profiling. Yeah. No. You are the one they seek. I remember you from the first time that you met me. I do digging on everyone I do business with. Why do you think the Royal Guard are here? Do you, you think I'm able bitch. to make this business, this operation, the size that it is, simply by staying beneath the notice? Of the royals? No. I hand them individuals they want. <laughs> so that payment. That thousand gold. I figure that buys ten minutes of time. 
You can take it or leave it. I cast Charm Person. Okay. It's a Wisdom 15. Okay. <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> I, I, figure, I figure we don't have anything to lose here. Um, he, he's surprised by this. It, you know, your sudden movement of hands out. and um, He blinks for a second or two and wobbles back and forth and shakes his head and says, What's going on? Our friend here, our mutual friend. Yes, our, our friend. Worked. <laughs> no, Bob. Oh. We were just collecting our payment for bringing you Crom, and you agreed to help him get out of the city. Yeah, that's uh, what happened. Yes, <laughs> of course. I would do and that. And to pay us. I, I already said that far. Yes. <laughs> we, would, we, we will say it again then. He seems to, like, kind of be cognizant that something isn't right, but also isn't resisting what you're suggesting here. Uh, he technically only needs to treat me as a friendly acquaintance. He doesn't actually have to do what I say. I know. Okay. I, I just... Shh. <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> all right, all right. Do not match again now. I guess bluff on the DM. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Charm Person does. All right, just uh, right. He he reaches down and pulls out a a small bag and tosses it to you. Well, it's a hundred platinum. Okay, we'll divide that up later. Thank you. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm sorry if I had offended you. Um, yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> You can go out the back way. And he clicks a little button underneath his desk, and behind him, yet one more secret panel opens up, and it leads to a dark passageway. The guards haven't been told we're here yet, right? I had told them about a half hour ago that I might know where they are and come see me. They should be here soon. You should get going. Do uh, any of your people know about this? Yes. Not many, but some. Where does this tunnel lead? It, it leads at the back of the chorus and into an abandoned house that I uh, I ensure it to, remains abandoned. Well, thank you very much, Krom. You are a good friend. Hey, who are you talking to? Uh, sorry, Ludor. <laughs> I had the name swapped. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ludor. You are a very good friend. I mean, I'm the only person that does that. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and let's go quickly because this lasts for an hour and that's it. Yes, let's go. Execute. Execute. <laughs> Alright, as you make your way down the back escape uh, tunnel. As uh, as we leave, I am going to say to them, but loudly, it's like, they will never find us when we go visit the lake, that place we keep talking about going. Oh yeah, I heard some great things about the lake. Yes. Like how it's good for hiding in. Yeah, and how the water tastes great. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, let's just run. Run. Yeah. Uh, 
you hear the escape tunnel door uh, swing slowly shut behind you, and then another loud boom as it closes and latches shut. You come out the other end through... Uh, it's only about 15, 20 feet that you have to go through. And you come out through this back door, this kind of hidden back panel in the pantry. So it's like closed away behind something. And you swing open this door and you're in, like Ludorf said, an abandoned house. Right. Presumably on the other side of the block. The guards are probably right on the other side of the block. Ludorf's going to realize what we just did in about 55 minutes. <laughs> And you said you were really good at running away from stuff, so what do we do from <laughs> Um, what do I see around us? In this room, you're in basically off of the kitchen. And you're in kind of a dry good storage room just off the kitchen of this place. Everything is run down, broken. There's some kind of dry rot table and chairs. The windows are covered with fairly ragged drapes. At this point, you can just see through the doorway and everything's got a pretty thick layer of dress, dust. Uh, it's very just drab and, well, abandoned. Okay. Um. Well, let's start by getting out of this house and seeing where we are and what's around here, and then hopefully we can make some sort of getaway. I'll peek my head out and look around on the street. Yeah, you're still Maggie, right? Yeah, I'm currently Magdalene. Uh, looking up and down the street, you don't see any posters okay. on this street, so... Presumably the, you know, uh, poster painters, whatever you want to call them, haven't been down this street yet. Poster and pinning pages. <laughs> poster pinning pages. And it's kind of, it, it seems to be a residential street. You don't notice any businesses. There's just a few people walking up and down. But the street lights are now fully on and the sun has sank well below the horizon. So the only lights are... Those little twirling, swirling lights and the moonlight. It looks clear, Bob. Oh, thank you, Soria. Um, which direction? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you, Maggie. Uh, which direction was the is the lake in from where we are? That would be uh quite a bit south. Because you guys and are which... sort of on the northern corner of the town. Okay. And the which... lake is due south. Which direction is Whitfeld in? Whitfeld is um, far to the east, okay. about about a month's travel by foot, and probably uh, two months if you went by uh, like through the woods or off road in general. The roads are pretty well maintained and they make travel quick, so it would probably double the time to get back to Whitfeld. About two months if you stayed off road. Um, you said we're on the north end of town right now. Yeah, you're in the north end of town. You can see um, the city wall, no, no, which isn't very big. It's only about six foot high that surrounds it uh, down at the end of the block. You're sort of in the, you know, a quiet corner of town just off of the entertainment uh, block that the festival chorus is on. Do I, do I, can I see any sewer entrances nearby? Most of the city streets are littered with uh, entryways mm -hmm. to the sewers. They all have different access covers. Are they numbered? They are. 
I want to uh, check out the number on uh, the nearest sewer okay. entrance. This one says six eight two seven three five. So here's here's what I'm thinking. We're on the north end of town right now, and nines. Good thinking on telling him we were going to the lake. So that's south of here. Yeah, but now we can't visit the lake. That that was actually a bad move on my part. <laughs> well, I hear really good things about it. But it was good misdirection. If that's what you were going for, it was very good. Um, so you know they they hopefully suspect we're going there, and you know we can only assume they know we came from Whitfeld, so we can't go back there right now. So we can't go south and we can't go east. Ah, uh, since we're on the north end of town, I say we just escape north and try to, you know, get to the next town that's on the roads and, you know, try to stay off the roads. Maybe if there's a, if we can quickly and quietly find a stable or something nearby before we leave town, you know, so we can get horses and get going a little faster. But otherwise, I, I think we should, we just need to get out of here and, and travel north as quickly as possible. That sounds good. If that is what you think is best, since you are the best at fleeing. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm not as good as I hoped I was, because they <laughs> caught up with me. Or maybe I wasn't. I mean, I didn't expect them to, like, look this far out of the capital. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we're a ways away. I didn't... I figured they'd look around the capital and maybe the surrounding farmland, but I didn't expect them to come out nearly this far to, to look for me. They, they really must want to get me. Well, then we should probably move quickly. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Make the flea happen. Are we still doing the mission that we were told to do? We we are under a circumstance where we cannot do it at this moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Nines. Is that all right? But they I didn't guess. There wasn't a time limit on it. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> I mean, not that we were That's told. Fun. Anyway, let's get out of here. Uh... <laughs> I give so, nines. I give nines a pretzel. I will have pretzel day. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start leading the way out. Uh, and do I do I see any sort of stable or anything like that? As we as we walk north. And I I will quickly pass twenty five platinum out to each of us. Oh, thank you, Soria. While we move. Um, so Drumart. You, you don't know the area of Nordfell very well. Yeah. But, you know, you know enough about Glindring to understand that Nordfeld, well, Nordfeld and Whitfeld are about the most northern towns in the country. They mm. are the northern border between that and, um, you know, sort what? of unmonitored Fervent Wilds. Where right. the the guards don't go and there's no patrols, there's nothing, so you don't have any idea if there is a town north of you. No, whether you share that or not is completely up to you. But you kind of know that you have no idea what's up here, and that your best bet to make it into unpatrolled lands is to the north. But you also don't know where you're going. Thinking about this some more, um, <laughs> it's dawned on me that. You know, this is this is actually this and Whitfeld are pretty well the the northernmost towns uh, in in Glendring. Well, which you you may know more or less as well, Soria and, and well, Seth, because you know the Fervent Wilds are 
mostly what's north of here. We're pretty um, comfortable in the Fervent Wilds if we want to hide out there. I mean, that, I think that's probably our best bet, because that's, you know, the, the Royal Guard at least normally don't go, you know, north of here, and, and there might not be any towns. It might just be the wilds, but, you know, maybe that'd be a good place to travel through and hide out at for a while, especially since you two are from there and, and can hopefully <laughs> lead the way and travel pretty easily. Yeah. We may not know the way, but it is easy to find a way in the Vervin Wilds. And you have a magic compass. <clears throat> yeah. Alright. And regular compass. So we should keep heading yeah. out north. Yeah, yeah, I think we should keep going north uh, as, as gonna, much as we can. I'm gonna just keep my eyes peeled for any sort of guards okay. as we go. Um, so do you, like, where, how do you want to get north? Do you want to head down the main roads? Do you want to try to, like, climb over the wall? Um, what's, what's your strategy um, here? I think, I think continuing on what we were doing before of, uh, trying to seem not out of place, just traveling down the main road, just trying to get out of town mm -hmm. as, uh, quickly as possible without, like, running and sneaking and, and jumping over walls and like stuff. Just Maggie's like Maggie's on a mission with her on her own. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to seem like people who are just trying to walk out of town. Okay. I can um, turn into Ludorf and be like, get out of my way. <laughs> I mean, if you think that would help. I don't know. Is Ludorf wearing a dress? <laughs> Robes. <laughs> you. No, I'll stay Maggie. Okay. But yeah, I think we should just try to keep as low profile as possible until we're out of town. And then we can have highest of profiles. Then, uh... Probably not a good idea then, either. If that's what you're doing, I'm going to have the entire group make another performance check to see how you do navigating your way through the city streets without drawing attention. I got a 24. I got a nat 20 plus 3, so 23. 17. Okay. We're doing a what check? Performance. Again, you guidance. Oh, God. Fourteen. All of you having done reasonably well before are starting to get this down a little bit of how to just move through the streets nonchalantly. There are now more individuals awake and moving about. And you take this opportunity to kind of blend into the crowds as much as you can, actually spreading out from each other a little bit keeping some distance so as not to look as a group. And you're able to make your way towards the northernmost gate out of the city. I assume by this point my charm person worn off. It's getting pretty close. I mean, it's an hour, and it probably took you about 30, 35 minutes to make it from where you were to the northern gate. And another, you know, 10-ish so minutes while you guys were deliberating what to do before you left, so you're getting close. You have maybe five to ten minutes left. As we are heading north, I am recalling something perhaps important. What's that? That about ten miles north of here is a fervent guard outpost. I do not know if that would be a good thing or if that should be something we should avoid, but I do recall that that is there. Yeah, that's true. Both Dromar and Nines to uh, help everyone uh, refresh their memory, know what the Fervent Guard is. The Fervent Guard is kind of equivalent to, in our world, the Army Corps of Engineers. It's an official part of the Glendrangian military, but it is 
its only mission is to help discover, maintain, and uh, reverse engineer the process that was used to create and support Fervin technology that still exists. Because nobody knows how to keep this stuff working, and they just sort of take their best guess at it. So the Fervin Guard is not necessarily there for strict military operations. They're there to um, help understand what's going on with Fervent Tech and figure it out and maintain it, uh, discover it. They actually do a lot of archaeological digs to find old pieces lost in the Fervent Wilds, where at one point the Gundrangian Empire had expanded into. I think we should probably avoid them as much as we can. Um, you know, we, I think we head out of town and then, you know, try to get off the main road. Uh, even though they may not be actively looking for me, the, they may know to look for me if I go there, or, you know, even if they don't now, you know, after we pass through, the Royal Guard may come and they may tell us, oh yeah, we saw that dude and he went this way. So maybe so, we head like northeast or something. Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. And that's where you all are from too, right? The northeast of here? Yeah. I am from the yeah. far east of the northern part of the Fervent Wilds, yes. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, <laughs> northeast sounds good to me. Let's execute. All right. Okay. We are sneaking out the main gate, I guess, right? Uh, uh, we, we are, are walking out the main gate. We're, we're sauntering, we're strutting. We are not walking gate. shallantly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you walk through the main gate and as you pass underneath the arch of the doorway and everything, you look behind you, just casually glancing, and you see there's a, about six royal guard standing, sort of chatting with a gate guard. It's right there. And I need everyone to make a performance check once more. Guidance. Mm -hmm. oh. oh no. 12. 8. 13. 9. <laughs> 22. Why is the bard so good at this? <laughs> why is the bard good at performance? He's never been good at performance before. <laughs> Although, 9's is very good at just kind of blending into the background and not being noticed. He's very the, good at not the being rest noticed. of you. The tension is starting to get to <laughs> it you. It is a great stage. And it's wearing on trick. your nerves. <laughs> so you get a little too jittery and you're now kind of walking a little too quickly, a little too stiffly. And you catch uh, you catch the notice of the royal guard's eyes and you're on oh, my back. Hurts. You're about 50 feet stiffly. away down the road and you hear Hey! Stop! And... Oh, I wonder who they're yelling at. Let's just keep walking. <laughs> and they start just... running towards you guys. Run! <laughs> we will run. Okay. We are running oh, just as fast as we can. All right. Um, then... I'm oh, gonna did bring we get this out up. of the gate, or are we like... You are, you're outside the gate. Okay. You're about, now about 60 feet outside the gate. And if you wouldn't mind moving... The little guy up the six. You are in a chase right now. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. you all are the quarry. 
this I time. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. <laughs> how the turntables have turned. Turn, if we just turn, rotate turn. that, would it work? <laughs> I don't think so. Is it just oh. the one guard or all six of them? There's one guard there. That guard is going to be representative of the group. Uh -huh. They are all moving together. Uh, to remind everyone how the chase works, there are no uh, real rounds. Players can just call out actions they want to use them. They can only use each of their actions once in a chase scene. And if they, for example, use a spell, it does use up that spell slot. Um, and the opponents can also do the same. There is a table that has random results on it, and that will determine whether the chaser moves up or down the ladder and whether the quarry is caught or escapes. So I'm going to immediately uh, throw my caltrops behind me. Okay. Then that will... Oh, they they get caught up on this one and they actually move back. Excellent. You had a pretty healthy lead on this. So let's see if you can get out of this. Let's... Uh, ooh, wow. All right, smoke bomb is thrown ahead by the chasers. It's a heavy lob and it lands just in front of you guys and how obscures you... your vision. I need all of you oh, to- How far can they throw that? Well, they're wearing like Iron Man armor. <laughs> yeah. Specifically These... tuned for baseball. <laughs> That's like 70 feet. That's crazy. I... Yeah, they, they... I don't want to mess with these people. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. <laughs> they have some abilities that... We're, we're making a save. Yeah. Maybe I we need... should trip Jomars and end this quickly. <laughs> oh, I need no. all of you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Uh, oh, gee. Nine. Thirteen. Seven. Eleven. Okay, so they move awesome. back up one. As you're all sort of coughing on this... You know, <clears throat> gas that they lobbed. It's just a puff of smoke, but it catches you all off guard, and you're like, ah. <laughs> That was really yeah. annoying. <sighs> okay, now I'm gonna throw uh, my, I've got a bag of, uh, sand. of ball bearings. <laughs> no, not the sand yet. Maybe yeah, the that's sand a, That's a last resort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sand's the ultimate weapon. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna throw everywhere. ball bearings back at them, <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, since these are just dropped things, I'm not going to make you roll any attacks, just like the Caltrops were. Um, <laughs> so this armor is very impressive and allows them to do a lot of things, but it apparently really hinders their dexterity. Um, and they fall back, at, you know, kind of like tripping on the last little bits, because your road is starting to turn into more gravel and things, but you're still on the last remnants of pavement here. And they trip up. Don't fall, but they do slow down for a minute there. Um, and then I'm gonna uh, like, as I'm running, turn back and shoot my uh, hand crossbow at them trying to like, the armor, how how much coverage does the armor give them? Is it like full head to toe? It, yes, the, the coverage is yes. <laughs> That's like, the amount of coverage like they have. They're like hooded footy pajamas. Yeah, uh, this is like completely like form-fitted armor with plating, and it looks it covers every bit of their body. You can't see any exposed elements here. In that case, I'm gonna fire the hand crossbow at their face, trying to like obscure their vision enough 
I mean, I, ideally, like, if it can do damage, great. But mostly I'm trying to, like, make it so they, like, you know, slow down and, like, try to cover their eyes or look away or something so that they slow down. All right, go I ahead and make, make it clear that I am not trying to attack them. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. That's going to be a 21. So you lose the arrow, and it is true on path, and it hits square in the face of one of the pursuing guards is a ping and bounces off. They don't seem phased by it at Damn. all. And at this Damn point, bitch. Um, you have caught the interest of several sort of feral dogs and oh, no. as usual. And now they are I'm casting speak with animal at the dogs. Okay. What is? Uh, excuse me, dogs. Uh, you're not gonna believe this, but those guys over there have lots of steaks, <laughs> and we tried to steal them, but they really like their steaks. It's are super good steaks, so that's why they're chasing us. So you should try to get those steaks. Make a make a persuasion check. <laughs> Mine's is brilliant. <laughs> that's an eighteen. <laughs> Steak, 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 and like the whole pack just turns and is now running towards the guards. Um, and their their dexterity streak continues to be quite terrible. So now they have these dogs uh, just like all over them, and it seems like they must have some orders to not just like bust through stuff because they are now waylaid and are falling far behind. So, These dogs really managed to snare them up and stop job, them. Mines. Very um, good. You have to believe if dog was useful to, for once. <laughs> you, you've managed to escape this time. Um, the guards do fall behind and you're, for the moment, out of danger. We're three for three on chase scenes. Yes, dogs. Yeah. Dogs seem to be Bob's best friend. But we should yeah. definitely keep running because they'll just tell someone, right? Yes, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You guys are out of that chase sequence. You're far enough away where they've kind of lost track of you, but it's not impossible for them to you now keep moving and find yep. you again. Yeah, I agree. We should keep running. Also, Wolsef, uh, yes. I just remembered you and I have are very inspired from our actions yesterday. <laughs> And we should ah, yes. keep that in mind for our future roles. <laughs> yep. Yes. At some point, we we may need to be inspired. I, I I feel like there's already been a few points where we needed to be inspired. <laughs> yes, I totally forgot about it until just now, though. So. Thank you for the remembrance. You're so where welcome. are you guys going? Because oh, this is you're still sort of actively being pursued. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep gonna the down here. an alley. Where are you guys the city now? now. There's no, no alleys. We're gonna. You, you're Can outside we town. Make an alley and go I, into it. I think our choices <laughs> are run or alley. hide. Yeah, I, I think, think I think we are too close to hide. Well, we have I lost them a little. I think we do what Ulseth said and make our way northeast, just through the woods, right. not on the main path. Just you know, try. Hopefully, you know they seem to not be able to move around real good, and I hopefully the woods <laughs> will trip them up too. I suggest that although we keep in sight of each other, we separate as much as we can to to make the trail complicated. All right, if that's what you think is best. I think so. I have used that technique in the past. 
I'm good in the woods, so I can take the lead. Alright, thank you, Soria. Mm -hmm. Alright, so you guys thank are heading off again. the road and into the forest? Into the forest. Yes. Right. We're, we're split up. Soria's kind of in lead. I also am good in the forest, so I will, you know, split up and then Dromar and Nines just need to keep one of us in sight. Yeah. Okay. And and thank you all again for sticking with me. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Of course. I know yes. we haven't known each other for that long, but you all are my friends and I appreciate the help. You are quite welcome. Uh, apparently wow. our friendships were 50,000 gold. <laughs> 50,000 and one. Other, it was to be in the butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I appreciate your forgiveness on that. I'm sorry about Wait, it. I don't remember forgiving. <laughs> Here's, uh... Here's 10 gold. How about that? Buddy! <laughs> <laughs> I will subtract that appears to be the start of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens to you now. Thank you, I, I also hope that. <laughs> I'm going to draw also Nine's then I, friendship subscription service. Also, <laughs> <laughs> then I will try to lead us into in a way in which it's hard to track. All right, I'm gonna have, since you and Ulseth are the most familiar with this sort of terrain and are sort of leading mm -hmm. here, I'm gonna mm -hmm. have each of you roll uh, nature check. Not survival. Not, not survival in this case, because right. you're trying to disappear into the woods and use your TNA best sense for this. Um, I'm a plus three. I'm plus five, so I'll give you guidance. Okay. 21. Uh, 11. All right. Ulset's Ulset feeling a little, is. a little out of <laughs> sorts at the moment, kind of frazzled from all the excitement. But I have been a wee rat most of the night. <laughs> Soria, <laughs> you're paying very close attention to the landscape and everything like that. And you, you find yourself... Um, making your way towards this valley where there's, you know, this sort of landscape um, tends to produce a bunch of very pungent plants that could help mask your uh, scent if there were any sort of tracking dogs. And it's also um, an area that's, that if you're not careful, some of these plants can cause confusion in an individual and they can get turned around. So it can also be very dangerous. So it's kind of this calculated risk that you know um, you can find this way. And after looking for about, you know, quarter mile or so, you find this little valley, this signature you're looking for. Um, it's very, very low compared to everything else. And it's constantly this little boggy formation. And there's these odd flowers that are growing there. And these flowers are the things that you know are incredibly aromatic and can cause a lot of confusion if you're not careful. Be careful of these flowers, everyone. They're like the flowers in that original series of Star Trek episode where they oh, shoot you in so the face. Oh, they're going to make us get naked and do weird things? Yeah, so just try and not get pollinated by mm -hmm. them. Okay. Um, maybe Perhaps we cover should... your face with a cloth. Yeah. Maybe and... with some oregano. Yes. Yeah, uh, bam, bam, bam. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's all, it's still irradiated, sunny. <laughs> oh, no. 
I'm turning more and more into Dr. Manhattan. This world no longer holds meaning for me. But I do have a giant dong. This loincloth no, no longer we... fits. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm going to put cloth over my uh, mouth and nose to try to keep out the, the pollen. Yeah. Okay. Having led your group here, um, you linger for a little while, letting um, your scent build up, and any sort of uh, individual that would be tracking you may stumble in here. You also take a moment to uh, obscure some of these plants and set them up almost as a natural trap for anyone that could be following you through these woods. Uh, where do you want to go now? Where's your next move? By the way, maybe I should give, since uh, Sorry and Ulset, since you two are leading the way, maybe each of you should take one of my compasses. That might make sense. That would be wonderful. It could be of great help. You want yeah. the magic one or the mechanical one? I, I will take the mechanical one. I am not All that right. good with magic. Here you both are. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, thank you. You're. I'm giving him to you so you can help me. So, yeah, thank you very much. I, we continue to move north, northeast. So it's mainly north. We're, we're east of the Fervent Guard area, I'm assuming by now. Um, you you don't really know. Okay. Yeah, you, you knew that there was a Fervent Guard outpost north of town. Okay. Uh, and you also knew that it was about three days travel. So you're fairly certain that you're not there yet. Okay, well then uh, I suggest that we continue northeast so that we continue to move away from Northville, but also away from the fervent guards. Sounds good. This would yeah, be, that makes sense. And, and toward an area where, where Zoria and I um, know the area better. Yeah, that sounds great to me. I mean, I, I, I assume in the area that you know better will be even It'll be even easier for us to uh, outpace them and mm -hmm. hide from them. Yes, so I, we, okay. we move as quickly as we can without exhausting ourselves. And I'll give you guidance again. Okay. Um, using, using the same strategy of us, you know, splitting up from each other um, and Nines and, and Bob, you know, keep making so. a, a separate trail um, so you're just continuing with the strategy of trying to mask, our... mask things and try to elude them. Yeah. Yes, create right. multiple trails, gotcha. con confusing as we can. Okay. Occasionally, like, I don't know if there's a stream, run into a stream or something. If we run into that, we want to go like through it for a while. Or if we could climb a tree and go from tree to tree to get up off the ground altogether. Uh, I mean, those are the kinds of things we want to try. Okay. And if we do go up into a tree, I'll also briefly take out my um, uh, my telescope, my my spyglass, and try to see if I can see them coming after us at all. All right. Do you want to try to go up in a tree? Since you had talked about doing I mean, such a thing. We, are are we, we still in the place? giant pines? I mean, you can be... Yeah, you are definitely still in the giant pines. There's a lot of that. And I'm... I'm sort of calculating in my head that you guys are all moving along as you're trying to describe these things mm -hmm. in your actions to me. So 
If you I, want to I will just make the suggestion now. <laughs> One way to hide a trail is to not leave a trail. And if we could climb a tree and travel from tree to tree for just some distance before we come back down, that that would confuse them because our trail would simply end. Uh, so I if we see a place like that, where at least more one or more of us could do that, then I think we should. That sounds good to me. I'd I'd probably have to use my climbing kit to to climb the tree, so they probably would be able to see that we got up there. But you're right, we wouldn't leave a trail after that. So whatever that was on, I'm horrible at climbing. Well, I we could all use my climbing kit. I mean, basically, I've got a grappling hook, and I've got these pythons and, and rope and I could make it, you know, much easier for us to climb up the tree. Yes, I could carry all of you, perhaps. If, While you're you climbing? Climb. Maybe we could just live in trees, like Ewoks. Eh. What's an Ewok? Eh. I don't know. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> ah, we could also consider if we can make our trail hidden enough, we could Try and just hide up in a tree and hope they pass beneath us. Mm, that is a possibility as well. We could try, yeah, if if, if there's a good enough way to hide us ourselves up there. What? Can I try okay. and hide our tracks? Um, yeah, you can do your best to hide the track. I'll say that that is a survival. Okay, I'll give myself guidance. 21. To the best of your, you know, observation and ability, you've managed to obscure your tracks fairly well. Y you can't immediately see a way that you could have done it better. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that we should put as much distance between ourselves and them as possible before we make an effort to hide. And if we are yeah. to hide, perhaps then we can rest. Right. Yeah, that I like that. That's a good idea. I think as long as we're awake, we should probably keep moving and then hide before we bed down, that that sounds good also. All right. Then we should just keep doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Execute. All right. Then um, I'm going to have everyone make... Well, not everyone. I'm going to have Sorry and Olseth make one more survival check here. Just going to keep moving. Survival. Yeah, hiding your path, trying to find a place where you could uh, hide rest. And I would also like each of you to make a nature check. Each of the two of them? Or yep, each of, each of the two of them. Okay. So first tell me the survival oh, results. 26. 15. Okay. We're not making rolls, David. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you two are out of your element on this one. Um, I can tell if, if a nature check, I have a zero. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a plus four on nature. So you are... Soria especially is managing to cover tracks very well. She's quite practiced and used to covering her tracks up but when she was living in her village in the Furban Wilds and is masking everything quite well. What were the nature checks? 16. 8. Okay. It takes you a while and you know, you're having a harder time because it is night right now. Not today. Well, the moon is up. <laughs> the day moon. And it, that means that there's not a whole lot of light to guide by. So you're struggling a little bit. 
and you don't come across some place where you could really bed down until it's nearly sunrise. And when you do, you find this... It's not quite like a cave, but it is a you know, formation of rocks that have made a little bit of a shelter. You know, there's like a big boulder ledge that's hanging over more rock underneath, and you could all, you know, conceal yourselves reasonably well in this and rest for a while if you want to. I, um, I want to look around. Are there any very large, are there any large trees with many, like, branches? Out you are surrounded by large trees, most of them pines. I mean, the this area of the world around Nordfeld, most of the trees are, you know, 75 feet plus. Mm -hmm. And you're in this underbrush of fern. That's most of what you're walking through. I will just, backs? I will say this, that if we have found a place that looks like it would be good shelter, then it will be giving the same appearance to anyone who is following us. They will say, ah, mm. There is a place that looks like good shelter. And it would then that suggest sense. that perhaps if it is possible, we hide in a place that does not look like good shelter. That makes sense to me. Like so, up in a tree? Yes, perhaps in the trees. I mean, we would need to hide ourselves because it's going to be broad daylight. Yes, is it? But, I am not sure it would be likely that they would be looking above them. I mean, however, they may be looking everywhere, but I, I do think that hiding in a place that looks like a good hiding place is not a good place to hide. Yeah, that makes sense. We can try getting right. up into a tree. Let's, let's try it. Let's try. Okay. We're on the I imagine, Nines, um, I imagine that you are good at climbing. Climbing up, yes. It's the down apart that sucks. Ah, we will worry about that later. Well, since, oh, okay, that's future Nine's problem. That guy sucks. <laughs> since since we're going to be hiding here, I probably shouldn't use my climbing kit because then it would be quite obvious where we are. So, you know, if you if your offer still stands, well, Seth, I'll, I'll get carried up the tree by you. You should throw him up. See what happens. <laughs> I, will, I will try to carry uh, Bob up the tree. Okay. You can you can call me Dromar again. We I, okay, I mean, Dormar. <laughs> sure, good enough. <laughs> Ramward. So we'll we'll start with uh, Ulseth. Man of many names. Rolling uh, okay. an athletics check mm -hmm. to climb this tree with Dromar on his back. No. God. Uh, well. So it. It is a struggle, and... This tree is much more difficult than I had anticipated. And with, you know... I'm sorry, a, Seth. A goblin on your back, it, it's made it more difficult than usual. But with a little bit of help from uh, Dromar kind of clinging onto a couple of things and holding his weight as much as he can for, you know, a moment or two at a time, you are able to make your way up into a tree. How high do you want to go? How high is the tree? I mean, you have... you could, I'll let you have a, your choice here. There's trees ranging from, like, 60, 70 feet up to, like, uh, 150 feet. Higher the better. Um, I want to go up. I want to continue going up until it 
begins to feel like the branches are no longer supporting us. And then I will, once I feel that, I'm going to go 10 feet down. <laughs> and presumably where the branches are still thick enough to cover us. Yes, yeah. so that's what I'm looking for. It's a place that will safely support our weight and provide concealment. In right. one of the higher tree, taller trees. You mm-hmm. pick out one of the taller trees. It takes you about half an hour to climb up the 50 or so feet before you start to find branches that meet your requirements and uh, you know provide enough cover but enough support where you wouldn't immediately fall out Mm -hmm. of them drummer has a much easier time finding a branch that could support him being you know about a third of olseth's weight yes if you are able to go up higher higher. you, you may do that all right, I will try to do that. Well, why don't, since you were climbing up and then back down, why don't you just leave me up there? I'm not going back down until we are going. And I try to no, climb I meant, up. You said you were going to climb up and then climb oh, 10 down. Oh, go down a little bit. Yes, I'll just leave yeah. you there. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to try to climb up on your own? I'll turn into a tabaxi and try and use my claws to help. Um. Okay. Then what I will say is. Uh, not having been, you know, intimately familiar with tabaxi, yeah, physiology. You don't know what I do at night. <laughs> I was about to say that exact <laughs> same thing. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't. But <laughs> as you climb, I'll, 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 you I will say you can add. You can add one to your roll. Yeah, plus zero. Maggie, a nines. <laughs> you could give yourself guidance. Yeah, as I was climbing, I will shout out, Maggie, a nines. Uh, if possible, I would recommend you pick a separate tree so that we are not all together. We are 18s now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't sound like that. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> you suck. No, you suck. <laughs> no, you suck. Oh, you like looking into a mirror down there. <laughs> Mirrors don't talk back. I'm climbing up this tree. It's best tree. Fine, I climbed up this tree. This best tree. No, this tree better. While, while there are two now. Seven. Um, you, you know, you tried to... You try to get up one of the trees that seems to look promising. But you just can't get a grip on it and... You're, you're yeah. just not quite strong enough to pull yourself up Also, very quickly pulls out his two pieces of 22-foot-long rope, ties them together using two half-hitches, and it's a real knot. I, I know. I know what a okay. half-hitch is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and drops it down to... Uh, nines. Nines. Two nines, 18, and says, if you need assistance, grab onto this rope. And grab onto the rope. You may either climb it or I will pull her together. We will make you here. You might be better pulling. <laughs> I am a very weak little kitty. Then I, you can. I pull, I pull one of the nines. <laughs> I'm going to say that this is you, Ulseth, assisting yeah, Soria. Okay. Soria nines. And you can now roll with advantage and add one. I'm sorry to tie the rope around you first, just in case you fall. So I can't hear your whispers up there. Or what? Uh, you don't have to do anything. So uh, Eighteen. Okay, with Ulseth's assistance, no. uh, pulling this rope up and the claws of a tabaxi, kind of digging in, 
Um, you manage to make your way up this tree. Mm -hmm. The this... branches are getting a little crowded at this point. Yes, I'm... it is crowded. You must find a place of your own somewhere above me where you can remain hidden and still not break a branch. I turn Wolf into... really wants the bottom bunk. I, uh, I turn into <laughs> a green-colored cobalt. Very thin. Okay. Yeah, with <laughs> that transformation, you can make it up to almost the same height. And now that the branches are close together, and there's some easy climbing points, which really aren't available lower in the tree that have been all shaded out. Uh, you're able to get up almost as high as Dromar is. But even then, like the branches are starting to get kind of crowded. <laughs> Hi, Dromar. Hi, Cobalt Soria. <laughs> Nines, do you need assistance in climbing your best tree? I think I'll go up other tree. This tree seems crowded. You're too cool for this tree. <laughs> so, uh, nines, this you can sucks. pick whatever tree you want, and <laughs> this tree can... was gentrified. <laughs> and you can roll with advantage. I'm being a naturally good climber. In this tree. <laughs> I just go to a close adjacent one, one where I get, I might be able to get across uh, one of the branches if need to be. Those tree people think they're so cool with their full-length pants. Well, I rolled a one and a two. So. <laughs> Welcome so. to our tree. <laughs> okay, so I got so. a five. Um, you, you, you go to the first to the tree, first and, <laughs> and you're scrambling up as best you can, but it's a little slick with moss and dew and everything, because, you know, this is a pretty rainy part of the world here, and you're just not able to get a good grip into this one. I'll let you try a different tree if you want. And you can roll it. This tree sucks. I'm going to a different one. This is a terrible tree. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a fifth. You said acrobatics check? Athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Uh, that's a 12. It, you know, it takes you a little bit of time to kind of shimmy your way up, but you're a pretty skilled climber and you find a slightly shorter tree being a little tired out from your first effort. But you get up high enough and you find some branches um, in a nearby tree. You're about 20 feet away. And you all are like 50 feet plus in the air at the moment. Mm -hmm. Another roll dinner. up here. Uh, I would love some dinner. Thank you. But first, why don't I check uh, with my spyglass to make sure they're not anywhere nearby. Good idea. Good idea, yes. I'll start cooking. What? Cooking in the tree? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna right. look around. And Go ahead and... I'm gonna say, since you're looking for something specific and you're scanning the forest, instead of perception, I'm gonna make this an investigation. Okay. Do I, uh... Do I get advantage because I've got my spyglass? Uh, I'm gonna say Ident. you don't have advantage because you don't know exactly where to look. So you're just being okay. very thorough. Okay. And you said investigation. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, fourteen. You look around for a while, taking about twenty minutes to sort of scan towards the Nordfeld part of this area. Sort of back in the direction that you came. 
you don't see any signs of uh, royal guard moving through. You notice there's plenty of nature. There's some deer. You even see uh, an elk moving through the forest. Um, after a while of looking out, there's a couple of wolves that move beneath all of you, but no guards. Okay. Um, I don't see any guards, so hopefully we're safe for a little while at least. I hope Those so too. Wolves? We should probably. Yeah, there are wolves down there. There's need, a lot of animals. We're in the woods now. I need to make a technical correction. Uh -huh. For those of you out there who know your knots, you know that you do not use two half hitches to connect knots. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to correct use, you on that one. I will but. correct myself. I use a sheet bend, a sheet bend, which is the way that you use to connect two ropes. You would know go. better than I. I know many names of knots. Yes. I, no I remember I remembered that now. So that's a retroactive in time correction for those of you who were going to call me out on my knots. Yeah, two half hitches would just come undone. Yeah, I mean, you would. can still spam our chat. It helps engagement. <laughs> <laughs> you can. If you haven't already... Okay, I understand, but that's that was correct. I don't know if chat's going crazy because I don't monitor chat while we're playing. But we, I mean, we are. If well anything known could for get him going, uh, yeah, yeah. If anything could get him going, it would be knots. Watch there. One of our viewers is just like that son of a bitch. Just <laughs> correcting a mistake in general is the favorite. Well, if you ever want to know, if you don't know something and you want an answer, go on to any internet forum, post something that you know is objectively wrong, and you'll get the answer you're looking for. <laughs> I will cook us some dinner. I'll pull out my frying pan that I spent money on and go, oh, yeah, that we don't blame need on. For awesome. Mm -hmm. The frying pan kind of vibrates for a moment and then is emitting heat. And I'll cook up some of my so, rations, add some oregano, grab some pine nuts from up here, probably. I like that oregano <laughs> has yeah, become you your signature spice. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're kind of creating this, what would be in our world, kind of an Italian dish. You've got pine nuts, you've got some oregano. Yeah. Um, Soria grows a curly mustache. On my cobalt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the moon's in the sky like a big piece of pie. Why are you looking at me? I'm, I'm looking for approval. Uh, that's that's more. There you go. Do I, do, do I need to... more? I love eels. <laughs> I don't have any more on me. Oh, got my hopes up. So, other than some pine nuts and oregano, what are you trying to cook? Oh, I'm I, curious about that. Not not bullet egg. I have ten cave mushrooms. You do have 10 cave mushrooms. And You've a cave rations. potato. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's wolves. I also have meat. like rations, just <laughs> generic rations. Yeah, the, the rations are like, you know, they're dry goods. Um, There's probably some jerky in there or something. Yeah, things that don't typically spoil you. I'll make, I have, I'll I make some rations if, if... I'll make sort of a beef jerky with mushrooms and pine nuts and oregano. <laughs> All right. I mean, now, do you do you, have any, <laughs> do you happen to have any oil with you? I have kind of lamp oil. Oh, no, don't use that. <laughs> don't use <laughs> lamp oil. <laughs> Kids, don't um, use lamp oil for cooking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I will. 
I don't have any sort of fat on me. No, I have I have a big water skin though. I can give you water and you can yeah, stew it. I'll stew it, yeah. In the pan. Alright. That's probably better anyway, since there's jerky in there. You wanna yeah, soften, soften it that up. up some. Yeah. So that you create sort of this slurry, this uh, Italian slurry of mm. um, shredded beef and some oregano and some pine nuts and you let that, you know, simmer and yeah, I can say get that, you know, bag of spices so you can season it how you like. Mm-hmm. It, it comes we'll out. see with oregano. And irradiation. Now, why don't you make uh Oh yeah, you still have that. <laughs> Why don't you make a, just like a cooking check to see how good this comes out? Cook the utensils. Check. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the um, ability score with that? Wisdom. You wisdom? can use wisdom okay. with this. Yeah. I'm cooking by feel, not by recipe. Yeah, it's all good cooking. Guidance. Mm-hmm. Oh, not great, but not the worst. So that's eighteen. Yeah, you come out with a surprisingly edible dish, given your um, limited supply. <laughs> Thank you, Saria. This is Thank surprisingly you. edible. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I don't have a ball, so everyone just has to gather around. But we'll just pass the pan around. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Yeah, I have a mess kit, so. Oh yeah, I have a mess kit too, actually. So we do so, have both. Nines so. is a little, a little out of I've luck on this one. He's in another tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys, I have rations. <laughs> this bun has Skittles in it. <laughs> That's the best one. I make stamina M's in your Skittles. <laughs> um, You're not chaotic evil, <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do before you bed down for the evening? As I do believe can? we should keep watch. I uh, agree. I agree. I, um, I take my rope. One of my two pieces of rope, having mm-hmm. untied the sheep bends so that they're separate now, and lash Great. myself comfortably to a, to the trunk of the tree, um, so that if I doze off, I don't fall off. And I ask, "Good idea." Those rest of you, if you are concerned about falling from the tree, and you do not have your own rope, I have one that you may use. I'll use my rope to tie myself loosely to the tree with a questionable knot that has no name. I'm. <laughs> I was going to um, take my rope and my bedroll and fashion uh, a makeshift hammock, if I can. Got to sleep in comfort. Yeah, that's right. The the way you described it made me think of like an HP Lovecraft knot that has no name. A non Euclidean knot. If you even look at this knot, you you will go insane. How much sanity damage do I say? <laughs> well, after looking at those runes, you have a new idea of how like, yeah, the structure of space I base these works. knots off of those runes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. um, For some time? reason, the knot just goes around the entire tree and what? back and forth yeah. in a runic shape. <laughs> what, what time of uh, night. night or day, however you wish to refer to it, where's the sun? The sun is starting to crest over the horizon now. Okay. So we will, we must keep watch in shifts. Um, okay. Do you... I can take the first watch if, or yes. whichever one. Well, you can see well in the dark, and I cannot, so that would be good. I will take second. All right. And you can always ask, like, what time of day is it? 
mean, that Can't works. <laughs> like, it's st they still call it day, so don't worry about it. I'm going to take out my Casio. What time does it say? <laughs> Just in case, I'm going to change into my leather armor. Okay, so you're not getting... Awkwardly. Uh, so you're willing to, um, you know, lose a night of sleep. Change into leather armor. Are you are you trying to sleep in your leather oh. armor? Is what I'm asking. Oh, that's a good point. Never mind. I mean, I was thinking under the rules of I would take the armor. Class. This campaign, one night without sleep or bad sleep will not give you a point of exhaustion, but a second night would. Y yeah, I'll mm -hmm. I'll help keep watch anyway. I still have a spell slot, so I'm gonna put on my leather armor and help keep watch. Okay. Just to have the extra AC. Assuming that I nothing happens while you do this. Just one only needs to watch. watch. Yeah, you yeah. may rest. You could take third shift. Okay. I mean, assuming that nothing bad happens, you guys aren't doing anything particularly stressful, and this will count as a long rest, even if it does not necessarily count as a good night of sleep for all of you. Uh, nice. Uh, Are you willing to take last shift? Eh, uh, fine. I it guess. will be a fine shift, yes, indeed. <laughs> Alright, well... Let's execute. execute. <laughs> execute. So I'll, I'll be on the first watch. Okay. You... With my spyglass. And I'll give you guidance before I go to sleep. You all do your best to get some <laughs> shut eye with the sun rising up over the horizon. Now some of you making, um, you know, uh, quick... Questionable decisions. Uh, quick work <laughs> well, of trying to find a, like a blindfold to cover your eyes so you can get a little rest. And that's where we're going to take a little break. While you're up in the trees, dangling, you know, dozens of feet off the ground, or you could easily fall to your death if you fell at a, well, almost any angle, really. Thanks, when you put it that way, it sounds dangerous. I mean, this is your decision. You guys wanted to be in the trees. So we will take a break and be back shortly, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. See you soon. back everybody we just got back from our break and where we left off everyone of the group was well up in a tree and trying to get a little bit of rest well they are running away from the royal guards of glindring chasing dromar as we return to the group um it's us it's uh, starting, <laughs> starting the first shift, and who was taking the the first watch? I think Dromar. Dromar was, okay. yeah, and he's gonna also try to, like I said, he has his his spyglass out. He's also gonna try to hide as best as he can, since he's you know awake and actively like looking around. He's gonna try to hide behind the branches while he looks and stuff, and not make himself visible. Okay. Um, I want you to. Make an investigation check to 
keep an eye out on things, looking for God. Um, you know what? That was very terrible. I'm gonna use my inspiration on that. Uh, I did say that... I cast guidance before I went to sleep. You, you did. did, yeah. Yep. It was it was a three on the die though, oh, so oh, no. uh, it was it was pretty bad. So I'm gonna use my inspiration. Alright. Uh, that was ten better, so that's gonna be thirteen plus one plus uh you said investigation? Mm-hmm. Plus six, so twenty. Dirty twenty. Alright. Through your watch. You keep a very close eye on all of your surroundings, trying to take in every little bit of movement, um, focusing on all the noises and smells and sounds that you can uh, that you can perceive. Nothing about this. Mostly oregano. Nothing about this passage <laughs> of time uh, causes any alarm for you, and it it passes without any incident. You don't see guards. You don't see anything that arouses your suspicion or makes you nervous. And by the end of your watch, who is taking second? Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Drummer is starting to feel a little more relaxed. His, he's been, his anxiety has been pretty up all day ever since they stepped out of the Company of Blades house, but he's starting to feel like maybe they're getting away. So yeah, he'll he'll go and wake up Wolseth and he feels like he's been on edge all day. He's ready to go to sleep. So. Wolseth, wake up, it's your watch. Yes, yes. Did, did... I didn't see anything. Oh, that is good. That is good news. Yeah. It seems, I'm, I'm hoping we're, maybe we're in the clear, for now at least. <laughs> well, I will take the next. Thank you. Would you, would you like to borrow my spyglass? It might, it might help you. Uh, I have we never used one of those before. But... It's pretty easy. You just, you, you, uh, it, it colla it's collapsible. You just mm -hmm. uncollapse it like this. You pull it out and you just hold the small end up to your eye and you look through it. Ah, uh, let me it's try. Easy. Yeah, here you go. Oh, that is amazing. Things are much bigger then. Yeah. They are bigger than they are. <clears throat> yes. Yes, yeah, I would you can like... see things far away <laughs> like they're up close. <laughs> I will use that during my watch. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. And feel free to give it to the <coughs> other people on watch as well. Sorry, on nines. I will do that when it is their turn. Thank so you. So I begin my two-hour segment of watchness. I'm going to go to sleep. All right. In my hammock. You also... Make an investigation with check. My, this amazing thing. Yep. Let's see if you see anything. Investigation. Um, and what does your inspiration do? It allows you, you to have advantage. It. So you can right, basically well, re-roll. Get rid of that because there's nothing higher than a eight on it. <laughs> oh, much better. Nat 20. Nice. Yeah, that's a lot better. Baby. Baby. <laughs> um, I'll keep this You one. You find uh, this new tool incredibly interesting, and you spend all of your two-hour watch staring intently through it, scanning every inch of the forest that you can, but keeping your, you know, focus within the direction that you came from, roughly, and towards Nordfeld, assuming that... There's probably not going to be guards coming from the opposite direction of where the guards were. And you're looking around, keeping an eye on things, but nothing dangerous seems to appear. You do see, you know, plenty of interesting sights. You watch squirrels and uh, chipmunks and birds of all sorts flying about, but 
not uh, not any guards. Okay. And that's the end of my uh, watch. And so I go, Zoria, Zoria, it is time for you to watch. Okay. I saw nothing other than fauna. I, I'm a cobalt right now. Okay. <laughs> I saw I saw interesting fauna. Um, Dromar has lent us this spyglass device that allows us to see things that are small I've as... I've seen him use it before. And you know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, here. Take your watch. Um, question. Did I get enough sleep to re- get my spell slots back? You have... You haven't completed the full long rest yet. Okay, but... Uh, assuming that nothing interrupts your restful period, you can. Okay. To be clear, uh, sleep does not necessarily equate to a long rest and vice versa. All right. I will keep watch, hopefully, with perception <laughs> instead of investigation, because I'm way better at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the rules consistent. You're no. looking for something specific and scanning specific areas. <laughs> So instead of perceiving, you are looking for signs that there are movements. You're looking for specific things. Well, investigation. <laughs> I'll give myself guidance. <laughs> this, this is like a smoker cobalt. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not great at voices. Leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. I'm loving the voice. This cobalt is just... Well, uh, that's Cobalt's nine, on 12 then. packs a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine then because I didn't get to use my perception. <laughs> Did you give yourself guidance though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um You just keep you know, coughing while you're trying to look. <laughs> you're, even though you are familiar with how this device is used, uh you're less familiar with using it well. And you have a little bit of trouble just kind of keeping that image steady and everything like that. All of the problems that can beset someone when they're trying to use a you know, optical device. I feel like I would just give up on it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, so you don't notice anything as the hours pass uh, and the sun is you know, crossing midday horizon and getting lower in the sky now as your watch comes to an end. <laughs> It's day, night, everyone. I believe it's day, night, everyone. Uh, it's <laughs> nines turn. Oh, oh, are we each taking a turn? It's mm-hmm. nines as well. I, I believe that one. nines is oh, taking okay. a turn. Yes. Nines. What? It's That's n- what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't sound like stupid cat. No, I sound like smart cat. <laughs> You're a spyglass. You're over another branch. I. It would be funny to drop it, but that would, uh... <laughs> but it's very expensive. <laughs> it, they are actually quite expensive. <laughs> yes, they are. I'll just keep an eye out. You finish sleeping or whatever. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, I go off to the side of my branch, and I just kind of, like, flop down so my arms and legs are off the sides of it. <laughs> Just <laughs> and I'm just gonna stare you're gonna off. Ra- you're gonna monorail the branch. <laughs> yes. And I'm just gonna stare in the direction that uh, we came from. Oh, okay, how, I can't. I can't reach him to give him how, guidance. No, you can't. 
Are, are you like, the way you described it made it seem much more just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just looking at that horizon. So are you just sort of kind of lazily looking in that direction or are you actively looking for things? Uh, I'd say I put more emphasis on listening for things hmm. than okay. looking. That That's fine. Uh, You're just staring, but your ears are going. Go ahead and make an investigation. Yeah, I'm terrible. Just like all that. the others. Oh, even though I have a negative one, I still got a 17. Nice. Mm-hmm. Aren't we fancy? Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't notice anything during the first part of your uh, watch. Ja- Dromar. Or during the second part of your <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those times where the DM is alluding to potential doom. Yeah. But, uh, Dromar, mm-hmm. as you're trying to get a few moments of shut-eye and some rest, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. And Uh-oh. I need you to subtract 10 from your total. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, ten. Yes. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Dromar, you look like you need some inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd... Actually, that's a fine roll. I was gonna say I wish I'd saved my my inspiration, but that was good. Uh, so that's gonna be uh, twenty one, so eleven. Uh, while you are resting, you begin having this kind of piercing, probing dream state, and it it doesn't feel like a normal dream, and you're sort of aware of this happening almost like a lucid dream where you feel like you can interact with this and you see this, um, you know, dragon kin, that individual clad in a robe, but the colors of the Royal Guard. And you recognize they are standing in the company house of the Company of Blades in Nordfeld. They are focusing intently as they stand in your room. And they're sort of looking around and you see that their eyes are glazed over, just all white. It's completely vacant in their eyes. And then they look up and over and they are now staring directly into your eyes and you are just locked with this person and you cannot move, just stuck in this position. And this individual that's watching you, this dragonkin, that simply says, they're in the forests. North. Northeast. Send them there. They'll find them. And then you wake up, sweating bullets, just in, uh, ow! (laughs) (laughs) In absolute panic. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh shit! Ah, everybody, wake up! Wake up! They, they use, they use some sort of spell. They know, they know where we are. We need to get out of here. Did you wake hey. me up with enough time to get my spell slots back? <laughs> I don't know. That's between you and God. <laughs> nature, nature. Um. It, so this is, uh, if you divide everything up, you know, in like a two-hour period, this is in the last hour of Nine's watch uh, that this is happening. So there's, this would be like hour seven 
You're not quite to that full mm. eight-hour mark for long rest okay. yet. However, keep in mind, you haven't done anything stressful yet, so you are still in... You are still actively taking that rest, whether you completed it or not. Although, not wait a minute. So you said that light cooking can, can count. Oh. So before gross. we bedded down for the eight hours, we did spend some time doing light cooking and eating, Ooh. which I assume took at least an hour. So she's probably had at least eight <laughs> hours of low activity. Wow. Well, you know? And it was I'll, definitely light cooking. Yes. Because uh... there was no oil. <laughs> no oil, no heavy cream. Mm -mm. Limited uh, protein. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's some. That's a pretty good argument, hmm. uh, and I'll allow that one. Huzzah! I'll right. allow that. That's, that is a very good point. That for a little while you did some like cooking and resting before you really started to take watch and do everything. So I'll allow that. Awesome. Nice. Um. So yeah. So I will. I will. Uh, shake everybody awake, and and I'll say there was there was a dragon kin. He was in the company of Blade's house. I knew we should have left Soloth the note not to betray us. And uh, we he 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 used magic to find. He he looked right at me. He told them right where we are. He said to go northeast in the woods, and we're in the trees, and they find us. So we need to get out of here. Mr. Omar, did you put any weird mushrooms in that meal last night? No, no, I didn't. I didn't put any weird mushrooms, anything in the meal. We need to get out of here. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> Good. Okay. Very convincing. <laughs> Let's get down from here. That's okay. I agree. We will leave. Does anyone yeah. need assistance getting down? Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I uh, tie my two pieces of rope back together using the appropriate knot this time. Faster, faster. I do this <laughs> and lower it. I hold again. on to it and lower Jomar and whatever you are. I am a cobalt. <laughs> do you have a name? Soria. <laughs> I, I lowered Soria the smoker. <laughs> I lowered Jomar and uh, yes, both so to the ground. <laughs> you can both get on together. Uh-huh. And I'll give you guidance. And I lower them to the ground. <laughs> do I need to do anything? No, I'm just going to let you have that one. I mean, okay. you have, okay. you have a rope, ground. you are anchored, and you're slowly climbing down. Nines, do you I'm need assistance you as well? I am going to turn back into Maggie, because that's who they saw with Romar. Once we're on the ground, and I don't need to be mm -hmm. small anymore. That's fine, yeah. Nines, do you need yeah. assistance? And I'll no, I don't need assistance. Okay. I just roll over. <laughs> <laughs> you just fall like 60 feet out of the tree. Catch yeah, and while I'm falling, I pull the feather out of my hat <laughs> and I cast feather fall. In slow motion. And then I, I land on my feet. <laughs> and I climb down. Since uh, tabaxi always land on their feet. Um, yeah, you, you do a flop fall. And, Ulseth, you managed to... Do you take the rope down? Well, yes, I was okay. just holding it. Then so. I will have you make an athletics check, since you have nothing to assist you in climbing down. And I didn't oh give you God. guidance. Seven. I had given you guidance. <clears throat> oh, well done. Um, Before we started climbing. Eleven. You're a little clumsy, and you stumble the last, usual. like... 
12 feet or so. Being stealthy and quiet and not hurting the tree. It doesn't really do much other than kind of fall on your butt and might have a little bruise there, but you're okay otherwise. The funny thing is you're actually in range of Featherfall. <laughs> that was oh, very so amusing, yeah. haha. <laughs> we could have all just feather fall down, probably. But I don't, I don't oh, think uh, I've ever told you guys I had feather fall. No, no. <laughs> we had just assumed is, you were. It's a tobacco. This is thing. the most nines thing. Just like I could cast <laughs> yeah. a spell. Why would you care? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So where do, where where should we go? I mean, he was so he sent them northeast. Which is where we are, but maybe we should change directions. Maybe from here we should go, I don't know, northwest or something. I mean, I think we need to keep going north. But... Maybe we should just go straight west because northwest would take us right to the Fervent Guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West well, would take us back toward Northfield. Um, we could go south. Although, we could go southeast. We could We could just go straight north. Yeah, we yes, could. Yes, let us do that. All right, let's go. Okay. Same Execute. plan as before. Yeah. I used Execute. the compass to help guide us north. Uh, now that you're back down and making your way north, go ahead and you two make um, okay, nature and then survival checks. Let's see if you can find anything that can help you. Nature first. Yeah, nature first and then 16. survival. 16. Okay. 18. And then 17. And you said survival? Yep. See if you can find... Basically, we're seeing if you can find anything within this environment that can help, and then trying to clear your tracks behind you. You said 12 was your survival roll? Mm-hmm. Okay. Between the two of you, you're now starting to get a little bit better lay of the land here and where things lead. You managed to make your way to uh, a stream... You know, it's not quite large enough to be a river, but, you know, it's a little bit larger than, like, a little dabbling brook kind of thing. And you now have a clear path that would be very quick to move up further north. Mm -hmm. So you can take that if you want, and it would allow you to move a little more quickly than before and get some more distance because this stream has, you know, cleared out everything in its way. And you do manage to fairly well obscure your trail behind you. We're walking in the stream. Yeah, and I'm going to just keep an eye out in all directions since we're on high alert. Yes. Yep. I know nines that you do not care to be in water, but please walk in the stream. Dromar just I went through entire sewer with you guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know that. I can handle... <laughs> Stream that doesn't smell like Fazoli's. Oregano. Stories just like constantly dropping oregano. Yes, we will find you, Dromar. We just need to follow this trail of oregano. This. Sorry, I'm talking with the oregano. I do it and I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they're gonna catch us. <laughs> you you take some time to follow this stream, moving a little bit more quickly than you were able to before, and this leads you to the source of this water flow, which it, it's kind of a cave system. Mm. This is flowing out from. Um, 
the mouth of a small cave, and you don't know how deep it would go, but it would provide some cover. Press on or hide? I I say we keep pressing on as, as long as we're able to stay awake. Okay. I agree. It is one more of those things where it looks like a good place to hide, which makes it not a good place to hide. Yeah, <laughs> let's hide in an well, open... Seth, are you sure you weren't uh, some sort of sneak thief in a former life or something? You know a lot about hiding places. He was a hunter. <clears throat> I, I did hunting, yes. Oh, yeah, and that's I very needed... similar. Yes. You just steal things' lives instead of their stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's way more morally. Except... <laughs> 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 Thank you, you for like pointing that. out the moral ambiguity <laughs> <Yeah>. of my survival. <laughs> yeah, the lives are worth less than property. We all know that. <laughs> That's really depressing. Oh, no. <laughs> um, we will Hashtag not go in the cave. We're going to find... Ulsa suddenly freezes in his tracks in a quandary of moral uncertainty. <laughs> ruminating and looking up into the sky going, Oh no, has my entire life been a lie? What should I do now? <laughs> Can I go on? Should I go on? Yes! <laughs> Sorry, hit him in the face with some oregano. Snap oregano! Oh. No, just switch Thank to you. tofu. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my, that was so most you, unsettling. So are you sorry, heading into the cave just, then? No, we're I'm moving. I'm nervous. Never past the cave. You're moving past. I the don't cave. know what's up and what's down anymore. Okay. Mm -hmm. This will end the stream that you're following. Yes. Yep. Okay. Not this stream. You guys keep watching. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> How do I end it on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag streaming, hashtag live. You just quit the video call. Yeah. <laughs> Stream is over, huh? <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them. So, moving on. You. We exit. No. You who are watching <laughs> the stream, please disregard this next sentence. The rivulet. The, we are in a rivulet, and we exit the rivulet. Oh, oh, well stated. And head north. Okay. Execute. <laughs> Make another uh, nature and then survival. Okay, see if you find anything don't else say that can help you. around the guards. They might get the wrong idea. Oh, I will be careful. Nature. Okay. Nat 20 survival. Nice. 27. 13 nature. Okay. And 14 survival. That's the first double digit long time. So you make your way, yeah, through the woods. They're, you know, growing. These trees are growing ever taller the further north that you go. Now, most of these trees are into the, like, 7,500 feet range. I use Fury of the Small on the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick it. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid tall tree. Uh, it is also now beginning to rain more heavily. And the sky is quite dark. Vines is not amused. So you are wet. There's hardly any light to navigate by. And it's becoming more and more difficult to move. This means that it's been very easy, and you've been quite successful at hiding your tracks, as everything is, is being washed away quite quick at this point. But you continue northward, and it, you know this has been a 
about three, four hours since you you left your previous night's encampment. I suggest that we continue on. Yeah. I, I agree. Don't think the we weather, have a better plan. No, the weather that makes it difficult for us to move also makes it difficult for them to follow. Yeah. Just... Unless they have rain, uh, umbrella technology. <laughs> well, we have hoods. That that helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, do we... I know for for some of you, it might be hard to see now. Should Do you think it's safe that we use uh, our lanterns? No, I do not think so. And, and it's also raining. It'll be hard. Well, my uh, lantern would be fine. It's, it's a hooded lantern. Right. It's made for this type of thing. But Why don't you just take the lead, you two dark vision folk? Okay. I'll, I'll move into the lead. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'll give you guidance then, if you're leaving. Okay. All right. Uh, because it's so heavily raining and so dark, uh, you're going to make the same uh, survival and nature checks. Nature first, then survival. And you're going to make them a disadvantage because mm. it's very hard to maneuver. Um, and, and that's kind of where we're at right now. This is this is like a torrential rainfall and it's a slog. So me and Nines are both making these now. If mm -hmm. Nines wants to uh, also try to make these, he can. Well, they told me to help. Who are you giving guidance to? Um, I feel like Nines would benefit from it more. Accurate. So. Uh, well, which I never get first, guidance. Survive, nature? Sorry, nature is first. Okay. I got an eight. Uh, I got with a 19. Guidance. Okay. Yes, with guidance. Yeah, and with disadvantage? Well, disadvantage, I rolled a... Yeah, it might, I rolled a uh, oh, nat wow. 15 and nat 17. Oh, so. nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, and now for the survival check. Guidance again. <laughs> um, that's a... 12. I got a 10. All right. Well, you're still able to cover up your tracks as you move through this torrential downpour, and that hasn't been any sort of a problem for you all. But it, you're you have no idea where you're heading. You know, you can like tell, hey, we're going north or west. You can know the direction, but everything is just such a mess at the moment with all the rain and the lack of light. You don't know like where any features are. So you're just sort of stumbling almost blindly through the woods at this point unsure of where you're going. Dromar, but you if we get on. captured, I'm going to tell them that you kidnapped me so they take me someplace warm. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. I mean, I if if they do catch up to us, I will turn myself in. We I mean, we definitely can't take them in a fight. I mean, they will just fuck our shit up. Um <laughs> I mean, my crossbow didn't even do anything and I hit the guy in the face. Um and that was really badass. For yeah. him, not not you. It no, yeah, for him. He he, yeah, I agree. It's it's badass, but it I sucks mean. for us. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't want any of you guys to get hurt or captured or anything. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. That's right. So, I never do anything wrong. I I don't agree with that statement. Uh, but uh, regardless, I don't want any of you to get in trouble for my past. So I will, if it comes down to it. I'll I'll turn myself in, or, or I'll go and you know, say whatever I need to, so that you all can get away. Wow, you really earned that sort of loyalty. Oh, thank from you. From all your loyalty. 
Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and you all are being very loyal too. I wish I had. We all had short swords of loyalty, mm -hmm. or long swords, or alashalar swords, or whatever. <laughs> or a stick. <laughs> or a stick. Jomar, yeah, do, do you think you can continue on through this terrible weather? Yeah, I think I think so. Maybe. Do I feel like I can continue on in this terrible weather? I mean, you guys could keep moving. It's taking a lot out of you and you're getting tired. Uh, just physically we should, tired. We maybe could. we should bed down and hide and and uh, wait for the, the weather to let up. And then, you know, maybe we can actually travel in the daylight and then sleep at nighttime and get back on our normal schedules. And then we'd be better hidden at night anyway. I'll look around for, uh... Wait, we don't want an inconspicuous place, according to Olsen. I'll look for an open field. <laughs> we... <laughs> I, we yeah, have look for a hilltop. Down. We're just gonna sleep on top of the hill. We have, <laughs> having been in a sewer, this may not be too terrible. I suggest that we disguise ourselves as piles of muck and mud. Which should be quite oh, easy. I... Which could be should be quite easy right now. Hopefully more mud than muck. Yes, there was enough muck. Yeah. Yes. I yeah, will. But I, I right. want to look for a place to camp. All right. Do you want to keep moving a little bit and try to find a better place? Because right now you're just in, you know, the usual. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. moving a little bit. We'll just try to. We're, now we're just looking for a place to. We're, we're looking for a place okay. with like, what do they call them? Tumults or something? The, you know, little mounds of dirt. That are kind of scattered yeah, or maybe around. like a uneven down trees or yeah, something that we could very uneven down. ground with shrubs and stuff okay uh who wants to try to guide i will, I will. oh well you're rolling anyway. with disadvantage anyway i think anybody's rolling a disadvantage at this point yeah anybody's gonna roll with <laughs> disadvantage if it's a survival check i get a good bonus okay that's fine Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. Then uh, I will inspire you. To uh, keep me dry. <laughs> then go ahead and make uh, make the rolls. Disadvantage. Yes. Is this? Oh, it's both. Yep. Just like we've been doing. The first one is a uh, sixteen nature. Okay. And my survival is. Not as good. Uh, Eleven. You, an, you have bardic inspiration. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, uh, seventeen. I rolled a six on that. Already. You doing your best to guide the group through everything. Eventually find, um, yeah, basically a little, a little pond. And there is, you know piles of branches and uh, needles and some dirt around it. There's and everything is, could be mud at this point, but there is also some ro uh, rocks and things that you could uh, work with to try and obscure yourselves. You took some time. Um, and this is what you've come across. You, mm -hmm. you have some materials to try to disguise yourselves, uh, but not, you know, not like, oh, hey, let's <laughs> hide under this perfectly concealed rock. I um, 
I grab as many branches as I can, okay. small branches, and disguise myself as a beaver house on the edge of the pond. That's going to be a big-ass beaver house. Yep. <laughs> We're a beaver. Um, dire beavers. I'm going <laughs> to find, like, can I find, like, a... Something like a, a tree that's got like you know just the bark left and all the woods rot away or something that I could hide inside of or something like that. Something um, small that I could fit into and hide in there. You know, there's uh, there is enough of a hole that you could uh, maybe take a minute to carve it out of some some now long dead tree. You'll probably have to deal with some termites, although knowing your you know, dietary preferences, that might not be so bad. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, <laughs> I will I will do that. I will hollow that out and, uh, you know, make it and then, you know, make it so I can go in and put Nine. like leaves or branches or something over the top. Nines just directs a tent and makes a camp. <laughs> <laughs> we won't expect that. <laughs> Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> If they come searching, they'll just find the cat. They <laughs> move right along. They went the other way. Meow, meow. They Bro, I've never heard of him. Stuff. They okay. even stole bottom so we're half going of for my pants. Camouflage, so. Yep. Uh, I'll turn myself into a muddy brown bullywug. Alright. And uh, submerge myself in the pond with just my head sticking out. Ooh. Okay, yeah, you are bullywugging it up, and your eyes. This is this is the first time that you've transformed into something so very different, to, because the placement of a bullywug's eyes are very different from most of the other humanoid shapes you've taken mm -hmm. in the past, and <laughs> it's a little disorienting at first. But you find yourself sitting kind of just below the water's surface with your eyes above it, looking around, and are uh, almost enjoying this unique perspective. I'm enjoying this unique perspective. I can't do the Muriel. <laughs> Quiet, sorry. Oh, broke. I look on in, it, uh, in silent admiration at the hiding ability of Zoria. She she did very well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm not even gonna make you make any sort of check for pulling that off. It's great. <laughs> Um, I am waiting for Nines to see what he does <laughs> before I am going to make a check to see how, <laughs> how how well they've hidden themselves. Uh, I was just going to... I see that Olsef constructed a uh, shelter, and I'm just going to invite myself into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay! Okay. <laughs> Hello, Nines. Makes sense. Hello, Wuslev. This is a nice place. It is mine now. <laughs> All right. Then, um... You just, like, push Until I get to board. This is and, my spot. Wuslev <laughs> and Dromar make a survival check. Nines, do you want to help Wuslev out at all? Or no. he, he lays no. down and pushes his legs Ooh. out against Wuslev. I go to wherever it's already finished, and I claim that as my spot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I got a nat 20. All right. I didn't. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too late. Oh, five. Uh, nine, <laughs> nine's, nine's, nine's is making this very difficult for you. 
Mine's uh, is like, this isn't roomy enough. If you do want to try again, you you may make one more attempt at this type of lodging. I don't. <laughs> Olsef, this is great place, sort of, kind of. I am one... F- I am inspired for you. By that I mean I'm going to inspire you to do better. It could, you could do better. I can do you better. You could also assist your nines. That might help him too if you I assist him. I could hardly him. do worse. Oh, I can't hear anything with all this rain coming <laughs> down. <laughs> I gave you guidance this time. And you're particularly inspired by my words. Mm. <laughs> um, you don't actually, sound inspired. I, I'm going to save the guidance. It only lasts. Oh, it only lasts. Yeah, you only get 10 minutes with Bark well, then. so may as well burn it. I have 28. Revising your original plan for <laughs> a... I am coming up with a new plan, Nines. A nearly eight foot long... Uh, you said it a beaver den, right? Dire, dire beaver. beaver. A di- yes, a dire, a dire beaver living in a small pond. I told them all Fav- about it in the sewer. <laughs> it is a large beaver in a small pond. You you now re- revise this to be for an even larger dire beaver and encompass you and nines in uh, twigs and mud as you surround yourself I with... Would- I would expect that anyone coming upon this would be most frightened of the gigantic dire beaver of living here. Unless they were wearing, like, Power Rangers suits. (laughs) Do the Power Rangers ever fight a giant beaver? Probably. They fought all kinds of weird stuff. Rita Repulsa did all sorts of weird shit. It was probably made out of clay, though. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) maybe. Who knows? That's a show. I'll check. <laughs> uh, Google Power Rangers, Power Rangers giant beaver. Oh, these are never probably get some weird stuff. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Save Sir John. Save Sir John. I don't want to know. Moving on. If anyone's watching this, don't look that up. No. You, you make it through. The remainder of this uh, rainstorm. It's a little hard to you know, go to sleep. You'd shifted your sleep schedules. And you can't just instantly snap back. But it is, you know, fairly restful. Surya, you're probably enjoying yourself the most. I mean, I, I probably, before I got in the pond, would have just hidden all my gear underneath something, like a bunch of twigs and stuff, and just not worn clothes in this. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Skinny dipping. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, you get through the. You get through the. (laughs) And everything seems to be doing okay. Dromar, I need you to make another wisdom saving throw. No, stop it with the wisdom saving throws. Do I negative 10 to this one again? Yeah, you do have negative 10. Okay. Um, that'll be 16, so 6. As you're getting a few moments of rest, you're not asleep this time, but you feel this sort of tugging, and it's at, like, the, the base... And not the good kind. No, you, <laughs> you feel it at, like, the base of your, your neck and skull here, and it's 
pulling you and pulling you, and then you're snapped into this um, sort of dreamy state that you, you remember before, but you're distinctly aware you're not sleeping. And it's this same individual, eyes glazed over white. This time, they are in an area that looks similar, although you can't be sure, to where you were uh, resting just a few hours earlier. And they are staring directly, eyes locked at you again, looking around. And now you find that they're sort of moving around you, sort of observing the state that you're in. And they say, it moved northward, I think. Trees are taller. But can't see any defining characteristics here. And then a pond. We're at a pond. And the one we seek is looking around a bit. In a tree. Hollowed out. Fan out a bit. See what you can find. We'll have to wait until the rain stops. It'll be pointless to keep looking now. And then the vision ends and you're snapped back into your body. Shit, son of a bitch, not again. Wake <laughs> up, everybody. Watch we need home. to get going again. What? What, what is it now? <laughs> Same thing as before. That goddamn dragon kin keeps finding me with his stupid magic. He knows where we are again. We need to we need to change directions and get moving. We also need to cover our tracks here. How do they keep seeing where we are? I don't know. He must have a lot of spell slots or whatever this <laughs> spell is. <laughs> All right. Um, I will cover up our tracks in this area after I get my clothes back on. After resting, also, it's been a couple hours. There's like not tracks left. The okay. rain is just washing everything away. I'll just they seem to be moving faster than we are, too. I think they were back where we were just a few hours ago, and we had several hours head start on them. Do you know which, do they know which direction we had been moving? Yep, they, he said we're north of where we were last time. Ah. So they know, they know the direction, and he saw the pond and, and the hollowed out tree that I was in and everything. Ah. So let us, let us then go east, east or southeast, I would recommend. Well, south would be going back in the direction of, of them, so I say we go due east then. Okay. Uh, they won't okay. expect us going towards them. Yeah, they might not expect it, but it's also... We don't want to make it easier for them to get us. <laughs> okay, I agree that we would head east. Right. I will use your, your compass device, and we will head in that direction. Yeah, I will help. <laughs> so you're heading east now? Yes. Sounds good to me. Okay. It's are, not. You, are you still a frog? Uh, no, it stands back into Macbone. Okay. In a very dirty dress. Yeah. I mean, it's getting uh, cleaned out fairly quickly with the amount of rain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's starting to... The rain is starting to let up now after having been raining heavily for about three hours. And the light is starting to break. The sunrise is maybe about a half hour away when you guys take off. You see little gleams of light rising up over the eastern horizon where you're headed. So you're heading basically straight towards the sunrise. 
and it's becoming a little bit easier to navigate. Who's taking lead? You said you were. So I'll take the lead. Mm -hmm. I'll give you guidance. Okay. Then before we head out, the rain is beginning to let up, and the ground is very soft, so we will leave tracks. Is there any way that we can perhaps disguise our tracks? We could, uh... I've got some rope. If we take, like, a down log or something, I could tie the rope around either end. We could pull it behind us to at least, like, you know, cover our tracks <laughs> and, like, like you know, push, push the mud down. We could try that. Unless um, there's another way. I, I'm just going to throw this out there before you... Spend a lot of time with it. it. Imagine trying to pull a log, th like a heavy log, enough to move mud through mud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. I mean, they we just could have spent a seen. long time planning this and not executing. Like, <laughs> that, they just see that. where you are anyway. Let's just run. Yeah, uh, that's fair. This is true. We, we, we begin to move as quickly as we can, mostly east. Yeah. If we veer from east, we veer slightly north, north, northeast. Okay. Yeah, east, I think nor we east, northeast. North. All right. As you, uh, as you head further that direction, make a uh, nature and then a survival check. Mm-hmm. Do I get guidance? Yeah, I already gave you guidance. Okay. And if I can assist him, I will. You can assist. Yeah. So you get advantage. Okay, with both. Uh, yeah, if I can. Um, since it's all kind of like one encompassing activity, I'll say that you can assist with both. Normally that's not how it would usually work, but I'm going to allow it for this one. And use guidance. I'll just keep pumping it into you. Okay. Just keep slapping him Nine, on the back. 19. You're doing a good job, uh, Seth. 19 on the nature there. Ah, boy. We'll see if the survival continues. <clears throat> I hope so. At least for three of us. I mean, mm. even if I get arrested, hopefully they 18, don't execute me. Eighteen on survival. I mean, we keep saying so eighteen for the, the yeah. nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. maybe we should stop saying execute. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should make it so. Is there any particular oh. like feature that you're trying to find? Anything <clears throat> that you're really looking for? A giant illusionary field that no one can see through. We're looking to step on things that. Uh, don't leave tra uh, trail right. as much as possible but that's that's all we're just trying to move as quickly as we can leaving as little evidence of our movement as we can you come across the basically the drain ditch it's very rocky and this is kind of a low part between mm -hmm. um yeah some of the gentle low rolling hills i mean it's just kind of like rising 10 or 15 feet at different parts. Nothing huge here. But this area is sort of a canal where all this water is, like, rushing through. And you can tell that this isn't, like, a stream, but this is a washout zone. And it's rocky underneath, because mm -hmm. the dirt never really has an opportunity to stay. So you wouldn't leave tracks here as you moved. It takes you not quite east, but it's, you know, like, northeast. Mm -hmm. Can we move quickly through it, or are the rocks too... Um, to, we have to scramble over. Is it like river gravel or are these boulders? This is more, <laughs> there's less gravel and more just like large rocks mm. here, which means it's a little tricky at times to move through because the water, the volume that is coming down right now, 
is moving quickly. I have an idea. <clears throat> Just as we Go did on. not want to hide in a place that looked like a hiding place, perhaps we should not walk in a trail that looks like we are disguising our tracks. So what we will, what I suggest <clears throat> is that we all scatter, leave tracks along the bank, make it look as though we are walking in the ravine, and then walk to the south of this ravine in an eastward direction. So leave like a false trail to throw them off our, yes. our direction. Make it look That's... as make it look as though the trail we are not leaving is the trail that we had taken. It makes sense. I like it. Let's do sure. it. Yeah. All right. Make a gauge. Make a survival <laughs> check to see how well you. Uh, how well you could no just just one of you. Okay. Since this is Ulseth's idea, uh, he'll make the survival Guidance. check. With the, is it my getting assistance? Some, I'm assuming someone's assisting. I oh, please. <clears throat> 11 plus guidance. Uh, 15, 18. All right. You, although you wish that you could pull this off a little bit better. Um, this is something that you've never tried to do and you're like, I don't know how convincing it is, but y you think you've done a reasonable job. You don't know if it'll fool the guards, but you hope it'll give them at least a little bit of a distraction, slow them down. And you make that false trail and then head back to the ravine to follow that. Mm -hmm. Good idea, Olsaf. Thank you. We will move along on the rocks because the rocks do not leave a trail as quickly as we can. All right. Uh, so continuing on. Are you still leading, Olseth? Yes, we can, right. we're continuing to go east, then, as much eastly as we can, as quickly as we can. Then make a nature check and a survival check with advantage on the survival. Guidance. Nature without advantage. Nature again. without advantage, but survival with. You have guidance. Need guidance. Uh, eight. Glad there's not a hard and limit nature. on guidance. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 18 on survival. Okay. Your tracks are well hidden as you move down this ravine, but you, you're just not finding anything. Your quick movement and your urgency here is, you're sensing it's starting to kind of wear at you and your ability to really process and strategize. You're under a lot of pressure, so you're not finding any sort of ways that you could and get out of this ravine without easily throwing your uh, tracks to the pursuers. Zarya, Zarya, yeah. <clears throat> I am no longer able to find a very good path through this. Um, either we will give ourselves away <clears throat> or, or, we, or, or we will not be able to move. Do you think that you could lead us now? Um, I can try. The that's... rain is starting to break now. Yeah, if that's what you want. Yes, I would like you to try. I, I am no longer able to find a way. Okay. I'll try to take over. Okay. It's now just sort of lightly misting, and it's the, the clouds are uh, giving way to lighter cover. The sun is, you know, uh, fairly high up in the sky. You'd say it's maybe not quite midday when you take over. Go ahead and make... Uh, the nature and the survival checks. 
You can make the survival with advantage for the moment. Okay. Guidance. This was the nature. That's 19. Okay. And the survival with advantage guidance again is 26. All right. Anything that you want to try to keep an eye out for, where are you trying to lead folks here? Um, I would be... If the, if the, I assume because this is a washout zone, the trees are sort of separated. So since the clouds are starting to break and we're going to be like out in the open in the daylight, I would start to steer us back off into the trees in order to get us in the dark or shaded mm -hmm. areas. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> you go down for a ways and the idea kind of comes to you, hey, some of these trees have their roots exposed and you might be able to um, clamber up the roots and obscure any footsteps at least for a little ways until you got kind of on the other side of this you know embankment uh -huh. against this washout zone using the trees to climb up if you want to make yeah you know and you find a tree for a candidate a good candidate for that uh, a little ways down do you want to make an attempt to climb up there uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Um, then everyone make an athletics check if that's where you're leading him. Okay. Guidance on Tromar, because I know he's bad at this. Oh, no. That's sure. I mean, I'll use the guidance. That doubles my roll. Oh, um. no. That is not a good sign. Mine is really bad. We are in deep trouble. Uh, nine. Hey, I rolled a nine, too. Nice. Yeah, I rolled a four plus four on the on the guidance die plus Ten. one. For there are already two nines. What is yours? Nine. <laughs> I got a seven. Oh. <laughs> nines is diminished. Athletic ability is where we. <laughs> Why did we suck on this? Uh, it's we're we're goodness. very good. We have proven time <laughs> and again that we are just great at athletic rolls. So you do. You manage to get up these roots, but um, this this takes you a while, and you kind of uh, slip your way up it, and you're kind of falling. It's hard. It takes you uh, ten minutes to get up these damn roots, and everyone's just having a really hard time with it. But you you get to the top of the embankment, um, and you think maybe this is your best chance to uh, press on away from that stream. Let's press on away from that stream. <laughs> All right. All right. Make it so. This doesn't seem to be working, so yeah. Uh, um, so tired. Yeah. Soria. Yeah. I'm tired too. As as you're um, kind of moving through the forest again, you hear this <laughs> sound. And then a moment later... Um, Only I'm hearing it. You hear it first, but a moment later... Uh, Dromar, Brett, you hear this. <laughs> and then after that, Nines, and then eventually Ulseth too. What is it you are hearing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Do we recognize the noise? Uh, it... Does it sound like wing beats? It doesn't sound like wing beats of any creature that you've ever been close enough to hear wing beats, but if you had to 
guess it it sounds like the beating of very large wings. Especially since he was... It's like this. I do not understand what this sound might be. It does not sound like a dire mammoth or a dire beaver. I'm going to look up in yeah, the can, air. Can I do uh, a perception check? Yeah, go ahead. Both of you make a perception check. Both, uh, uh, they both asked you. Both the Davids. Yeah. Um, 23. You look around for a minute, and then you you see... Looking off in the wrong direction, looking away from you, you see this, this, well, the dragon. It's a younger dragon. It's not like a great worm or anything, but it has a rider on the top of it. And both of them are scanning the ground beneath and sort of like slowly moving, just kind of hovering and inching backwards just a little bit and the the wing beats are keeping them in the air and that's what you're hearing this um i'm gonna look around really quick do i see uh nearby like a good place to hide they would be big enough for all four of us like just somewhere to hide briefly um you you see like there's a couple you, you think back and you realize Maybe that root structure that we climbed up could yeah. could obscure us from above. Let's hide like hobbits from Nazgul. What? Uh, there's a dragon there with a rider. I think I, watch. I'm guessing it's the dragon kin that's after us. Let's go back to the root structure. You all need to hide. I cast guidance. <laughs> what do you mean we all need to hide? You heard me. You all need to hide. I'm going to get right, you to safety. Leave. And then... I'm gonna just turn myself in. I can't. They—they're gonna find us. They're gonna find me. I mean, they're never, and they're never gonna stop. What? I've, I've been on the run for months, and I can't bring you all into this. You—you you all need to hide. No, you hide with and us. Then I'm you gonna, much, no. You much hide. No, oh. well, Seth, they're gonna find us. They keep. This guy's got magic. He knows exactly where I am. Perhaps he has used his magic for the day. I mean. It's possible, but then he'll just find us tomorrow. You hmm. all you all need to hide. I'm going to make sure you're safe. And then I'm going to turn myself in. Oh, Drummar, that I, sounds most dangerous. You, I mean, what's the, what's the alternative? Well, Seth, I can't get you all killed. I mean, I'm going to turn myself in. Hopefully, they'll spare my life. Hopefully, I'll just get imprisoned. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I can't put your lives at risk. I will stand need, by you and tell them how good you have been. No, even, I mean, I appreciate that, but I, I mean, even even though I don't know exactly what's going on here, I've, I mean, I've committed plenty of crimes. I like to think I'm a reasonably, you know, a reasonably good person, or at least not a bad person. But, you know, I've definitely broken the law. Um, I. I, I can't put you all at risk. We need, and I'm like ushering them along back toward the uh, the tree roots. Um, we just, we we need to get you to safety. That's that's all there is to it, Olsen. I, I appreciate it, but I mean, your code, even though you, you want to help me, and I know, you know, you're my friend, I know you want to help <laughs> me, but you can't, uh, you can't fight this guy. I mean, we, we are not physically capable of beating any of these people. Perhaps this but is also, the beast that Lanferon has asked me to slay. 
Well, oh. I think you're gonna need some time to build up your strength first, buddy. I don't. Oh. No offense to you, but I don't think you're gonna be able to kill a dragon. I've I've seen a few dragons, hmm. and they'll just eat you. Basically, I mean, they won't even bat an eye. They they could eat that dragon there could eat all of us right now. Not even care. It does not care what it eats. Oh. I mean, not a thing small as us, like. Especially you, you're very small. I'm I'm very small, yes. I'm I wouldn't even be a snack. Oh, you are a snack. Aww. <laughs> That's the first nice thing Nines has ever said to you. Why do you think I strut around in a loincloth, Nines? I know it. <laughs> I know I'm tasty. Yes, that will always be snared into my eyes. He's <laughs> not in that loincloth. The perfect time with your internet is here. Oh. Yes. So, so yeah, so uh, I'm going to direct the group back to the, uh, the uh, roots. Okay. Okay. And um, the roots are there playing, playing the drums and... <laughs> no. No. Uh, then as you uh, hide them within the root structure, I'm guessing you're just sort of trying to make yourself visible call out to Dro the dragon since you said gonna, you want to turn yourself Dromar yes sorry remember what you taught me and if you're gonna get arrested put some thieves tools up your butt <laughs> um <laughs> no <laughs> thank you thank you for the advice uh, I take it in the spirit in which it was given but no <laughs> I I will, I will cast good berry and give you all of the good berries. Thank Where you, sorry. But I I won't need these. Um, you you hold on to them. Uh, and Dromar is actually gonna he's gonna remove his weapons belt um, and set that on the ground uh, with the group, and he's gonna uh, remove his armor and. Uh, Basically, he's he's going to remove... Uh, he doesn't want to seem at all of a threat, so he's just going to remove all of his clothes, except for the loincloth. Does <laughs> <laughs> not appear like a threat. Uh, well, he doesn't want to, touch to up seem like he's got any any anything hidden, you know, any weapons hidden. He is a rogue, after all. Uh, so it's basically just Dromar in a loincloth with his ankle splinted up from the sprained ankle. Um, and uh, he's just gonna like fold his clothes and put everything in front of the group and uh, he's just gonna say I uh, I I don't want them to think I'm a threat I don't want any anything bad to happen to any of you or to me as at least as much as possible as I can avoid it um, so I'm just gonna leave all of my stuff with you all if if I ever see you again and you still have it, I'll get it back from you then. I, but otherwise, I will protect it for you and yours. save it. Thank you. I, I, I will. Thank you, Wolseth. I appreciate it. Um, and I'm gonna... Drummer. Drummer's oh. gonna give each of you a hug. As I give you a hug, I'll give you guidance. Thank you, Soria. <laughs> for your strat check. <laughs> thank uh -oh. you. You know me too well. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna strut 
into my destiny. And uh, I'll give each each of them a hug. Uh, Soria, Will Sith Nines, it's been it's been a real pleasure getting to know you all and becoming your friend over these past couple of months. I I love you all, and I hope I hope I see you again one day. I I uh, I wish you all the best, and I would I would hate for anything bad to happen to you, and that's why I hope I hope you understand that I need to do this. And uh, and Dromar is gonna then just turn around, and he's going to strut as best as he can, uh, trying not to be afraid. Uh, strut towards the the dragon. Uh, All right. And, uh, go uh, ahead and make make a strut check with advantage. Thank you, and with guidance. Yep. And uh, go ahead and add. Uh, DM inspiration, in this case, you can even re-roll the die. Well, thank you. Um, it's going to be... Uh, 26 altogether. And Dromer is going to strut out. It's not going to be his usual strut. It's going to be much more um, sort of stompy than usual, much less fluid... Um, and he's going to make a point of, like, throwing his arms out farther away from his body than he usually does. Because he doesn't, he wants to make it very clear that he doesn't have any weapons, that he's not a threat. But he's going to, he's going to strut out towards the dragon. And he's going to loudly proclaim, I'm Dromar, the goblin rogue, three-time world strutting champion, <laughs> acclaimed thief from around the empire. And I'm the one you're looking for, and here I am. The guild master, the thief. <laughs> he doesn't say that. There is no thieves guild. Let's, let's add, add some <laughs> charges to it. Why not? I do cast minor illusion and say in the most Dromar voice, and master of the thieves guild. <laughs> He's just gonna mutter under his breath. I take back everything I said about him. <laughs> Uh, Alright. As you head out to a little bit of a clearing in the trees, you know, it's not exactly a full field or anything, but a break where some sunlight can come through. The dragon, clearly paying attention, now turns its head and makes one big beat of its wings flying overhead and then touches down in front of you and puts up a little dust cloud. As it does so, uh, a couple of other guards come racing, still off in the distance a ways, out, and the rider steps down from the dragon. Um, The dragon looks at you and says, I believe you are the one we seek. Yes, I am. I am Dromar, and I am the one you're looking for. And with a quick flick of its tongue, just... I smell others nearby. They have nothing to do with this. They are not involved in any way in the crimes I've committed, or at least that I'm accused of. And you have no interest in them. I am turning myself in. 
and you may let them go. Lieutenant, please take him into custody. The writer looks at the dragon and says, yes, Captain Exalinor, and moves towards you. Well, manacles out. And I'll put my arms out. Cuffs your hands. And as they close, he holds out his hand and there's a brief flash of light. And you can tell that they are more than just locked. They are sealed with a magical energy. Place him on my back. We'll take them back to Nordfeld and then figure out what to do next. I'm assuming that your friends pose no threat. Correct. They will not resist or fight you in any way. Just leave them out of this. Since they we have no reason to pursue them, in. we shall not. Guards! Ulsith cannot stand this any longer. <laughs> <laughs> this is really bizarre. Okay, Ulsith stands up and says, mm, You, you who are royal guards. The dragon turns his head to you. Yes. Yes, you knew I was here, so hiding was no longer an option. I wish to say that I follow the code of Remarden, and Dromar has met the requirements of that code as well. He is a good goblin. Treat him well. Thank you, Olsa. His actions are under investigation. But we... We shall take your endorsement uh, under consideration. Yes, I speak from the Code of Remarden, and on the basis of that code, I must speak on behalf of Jomar. Treat him well. Though I do not know this code you speak of, I gather, based on your conviction, that you must think quite highly of your companion. I shall note it in the processing orders. Now, back to town. Guards, you may guide them back to the city safely. I am assuming that they pose no threat nor have any ill will towards us. Mm. But as they are within the boundaries of Glindring, we must ensure their safety nonetheless. And these woods are treacherous for people who are ill-prepared. I'm surprised that you made it this far. You know that there are werewolves around here. I was a were-rat for the better part of an entire day. I am not afraid <laughs> of werewolves. Indeed. <laughs> I'm not worried about the dire beavers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Gods, do you have any questions as a group? No, sir. Mm. Very well. Good day to you all. Safe adventuring. And with one mighty beat of his wings, <laughs> Captain Exalinor is in the air, flying with Dromar and the Lieutenant Ryder 
back towards the as, city of Nordfeld. As we take off, I'll just shout to them, since Ulseth came out of hiding, I'll say, Goodbye, friends. Thank you all for everything. I love you all. Goodbye, Jomar. Be safe. Perhaps we shall meet again. You don't fall off the dragon. <laughs> I'll try. Oh. You can't cast Featherfall. That'd be terrible. <laughs> and uh, with that, we'll end today's session on a rather powerful note. And I think uh, David Schultz, you had some comments that you do. Hey, everybody. I do. Thank you. Um, so uh, if a brief statement, I just want to read to you all. Uh, it's with a heavy heart that for personal reasons, uh, I announced my departure from Dyson Dungeons. I'm very proud of the work we've all done together. And I've loved being able to share this with my wonderful friends, David Wong, Nicole, Greg, and Alexis. Uh, and although I'll no longer be a cast member, I look forward to continuing as an audience and community member and to seeing where the show and characters go from here. And you never know, I might even appear again at some point. I wish the rest of the cast the best of luck and all the fun and success in the world. When Alexis first pitched the show to me a year ago, I knew it'd be great, and I'm glad that I've gotten to be a part of its creation. To my fellow cast members, thank you so much for the opportunity to play with you not only these past few live episodes, but also the many sessions we played over the past year before we went live. To our audience, thank you so much for watching. I hope you continue to watch and enjoy this great show. Thank you all again. I love you all. Have a great day. Thank you, David. Take care. Thank you all. We've, uh, we've made a little send off for Dromar. So I hope everyone enjoys this. We love you all. Uh, we are off next week. Next week is Mother's Day, and since most of the people on this show are fully vaccinated, or uh, about to be, we will be taking some time after a long year apart from our closest family to spend with them. So next week we are off, and we will be back the week after Mother's Day. Plus, of course, our goblin. So, enjoy this little send-off we put together for you. I love you all, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. I'm Sarah McGoblin, and this goes out to Dromar. My name is Dromar. Um, I'm a goblin. In the arms of an Asimar, fly from monsters aberrant. There is an Yeah, I'm I'm an incredible person. What can I say? Your wings last one minute and attacks to bonus radiant. I steal things for a living. I'm a thief. <laughs> and that's how you win the strutting competition three times in a row. You have resistance to necrotic. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm the smartest person here. You all need to listen to me. And your hands can 
here. And he is just swinging his arms from side to side and popping his hips out and doing the whole heel, toe, heel, toe, and he's bouncing as he walks and his his head is just moving around like there's music in his head. Not Nines' music, good music. In the arms of an asimar who can speak 